0: Hello, guys. Welcome to uh, CPL Podcast, episode number five. Here I am with my great boy, Adam. Right? Hey, that's up? how you pronounce it? Yep, that's right. You... <laughs> so, um first of all, how are, how are you just doing, man? Are you doing Hi. good?
1: Yeah, I'm doing good, <laughs> dude. I've been busy with all the different draft leagues I've been doing, but otherwise, I'm good for the most part.
0: <laughs> hey, talking about draft leagues and awesome uh, draft uh, league servers. Uh, I wanted to get to ask you, uh, how did you and your brother, Byron,
1: uh, start this out?
0: And, yes. and hear your side of the story, of course.
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, so Rich, he said like he really wanted to do it. I was like, I was a little hesitant at first. Funny enough, I was like, I don't know if we should because all the effort and everything. And I do travel a lot for work, so I was like, I don't know. But then he was really adamant on doing this. So I was like, all right, let's give this a shot. Maybe we can get like one or two divisions, kind of get things started and just see where it kind of goes. And we did not expect for it to grow this much. Like, it's it's crazy. Yeah. We're already at 150 something people on the server and it just amazes me. But then starting out with it, I was just like, huh, all right, let's see what happens. We started get, finding people. I started asking every single person I knew because... I'm in, like, 30 different Discord servers, and I just started posting our league everywhere I could. I was trying to see, okay, this league, let me post it here. This spot, let me post it here. I know this person's not that busy right now. All right, let's see if he wants to join. Just kind of trying to get as much people as possible and just see what happens.
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, and a, a little bit, it gets into a, a bit of that, what made you guys want to start off with multiple divisions? I know you guys started off with three, but now you're up to six. Like, what was the decision behind that? Because I know most draft leagues don't even get like twelve members to start their first season.
1: Oh yeah, man, for sure. I mean, originally we thought, okay, if we could get like one or two divisions of like twelve people, we'll we'll be happy with that, right? Then we just started having applications just start piling in like crazy. Like me and him, we spending like afternoons just going over because we had so many applications we couldn't believe it and we were just amazed by it because we were like oh this is so great we have all these people and we didn't even expect it to get this big so quickly
0: yeah it's it's a uh, it's very impressive very impressive and uh i know um your brother in Byron, l- the lovely gible lover so you will uh explained this earlier but um but i also just wanted to ask you like um what, what, how did the love for Sveal specifically start, start about?
1: Well, the love for Sveal has just been something I've always enjoyed. Like, every time I've seen this Pokemon, I'm just like, this is the most adorable thing ever. And I just always grown love for it. I always enjoyed Walrein when I played the Gen 3 games, like Ruby, Emerald, Sapphire. I just always had a Walrein on my team, and I really loved the Mon. But I just, Sveal is just so adorable to me. He's a little round guy. And just, I've seen so much artwork on it. There's literally a Twitter page just dedicated to feel art, and I literally just follow it and I look at it all the time just to bring a smile to my face. <laughs> and uh,
0: <clears throat> but here's the most important question that I might have to ask you from the for the whole episode: how How glad were you when feel uh, Evolutionary Line won for the first uh, division uh, naming rights? I guess you will for your first season. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, well, trust yeah, uh, I still don't I'm let my cool. brother live that down about that. Because <laughs> we had a poll on our server for when people applied, like, who is better, Gilbert's feel? And we put, there is a wrong answer. Obviously, if you put Gibble, you're on the wrong side of this argument. And I will stand to that to this day.
0: Hey, and I guess by popular opinion, they, they really were, right? I mean, they were. Uh, and yeah. on the leisure side, I'm like, oh, sorry about that. There's a. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they were in the loose side of history that day.
1: Yeah, I know all those people who voted <laughs> Gibble. It was funny too, because at first, the first like twenty applicants, Gibble was winning by a big margin. Then it just started going downhill, and when you have a Sphill and Gibble racing downhill, Sphill is just going to keep on rolling.
0: <laughs> yeah, Sphill is very cute, very round, specifically, right?
1: <laughs> yep, he's the little round boy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gibble is very jaded in his appearance.
1: Exactly. He was better uphill because he's able to use his digging abilities. But once we started going down, there was no stopping it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's tough to roll, roll balls uphills. I think there's a, a song about that or something.
1: Yeah, I believe so. I don't <laughs> know where, though. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just how's it going with you
0: guys? Uh, like, you know, you've been at it for what, like five months, I want to say, roughly? Could be a little bit less, could, a little bit more. But how yeah. is it just running the league with your big bro? And now you guys got uh, council, mem- council members too.
1: Yeah, for sure. No, honestly, <laughs> I'm happy we were able to bring on like people to be mods. We call them the council just as a joke I've said in the server where people will, like say something and they're like, oh no, the council is summoned. And I would just put emotes of sevens fields rolling in, <laughs> which was funny when we brought in our mods. We had five exactly. So then if you include me and my brother, it's exactly seven to represent it.
0: Yeah, it's kind of funny how uh, life works out that way. But I think it makes a lot of sense, right? Like, five council members, plus you and your brother can, like, kind of be spread out with everything. Oh, so yeah. Because uh, I think there's
1: five formats, right?
2: I think uh, it could be six.
1: Could I be believe- wrong. It's, uh, I think it's four formats, five divisions. So many ah, people there applied go. for Ubers, so we had to <clears> make it into two divisions. Plus, we have some people in there who have a lot of experience doing Ubers, and I don't want to put it against the dude who just started out draft and is going against someone who's played over a thousand draft league matches.
0: Oh man, draft Ubers is just a whole other animal. I try playing that, and I'm like, man, I'm so out of my element. So I applaud uh, my. I give my hat, tip my hats off to. Uh, Uber players, specifically. Uh, specifically, draft league players, of course.
1: Yeah, of course. And no. I think
0: hmm. I think in some uh, draft leagues, you can only draft two Ubers or something like that. So It's just like, you took like, a wrong Uber and like your team was just like so bad.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. That like, definitely goes into team building with it because typically leagues will limit the amount of Ubers you have and then try to force you to build around it and when you don't get that Uber, that's overly offensive, or it's not that bulky, it's harder to build around.
0: Yeah, it's just uh, it's a tough scene, but you know,
1: I think with everything, it's, it's probably hard
0: for me because I'm just so inexperienced and like never play with those Pokemon. I'm sure if I I have three seasons on my mind, but I'm like, oh, I could, I could get better at this because uh, I don't know because like we were saying uh, in a in a conversation the other day, like you have to get experience to get better, you know. So mm. it happens.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, again, that's I feel like that's kind of anything with life, even though it's like, you're not going to know how to do something without at least experiencing it a little bit, kind of building yourself up for this task at hand. Like draftly, kind of applies to that, too. Like, in the beginning, I always would try and run the same setup, sweeping set, and just lead off of it and just try and win right away with it when that's not always going to (laughs) work. Yeah, um,
0: just like, Having variety with your sets, and of course, EB spreading like to to be your specific opponent, is like the main things of draft league. I think. I, I mean, you can still win uh, battles, of course, like if you're in a disadvantage. But it's a lot easier if you like prep super well, and just uh, just like no, get to know your Pokemon. If that makes sense, like if you know your Pokemon's weaknesses and strengths, then I think it just gets a lot easier, especially if you've been using them for a bit. Maybe not in draft league specifically. Even in Ladder, that helps a ton.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Because when you get that comfortability with certain Pokemon, you use them a lot in Draft or Ladder. It's just, you know what this Pokemon can do. You know what it can tank. It's like you kind of know this Pokemon like the back of your hand. That's how I am kind of with certain Pokemon. Like, there's one Pokemon, Zygarde, 50%. I've used that thing more times than I can count in Draft League. And I'm just like, oh, there's an Ice type. Oh, I just put this spread in. Okay, he always lives, and we're good.
0: Yeah, I saw you and uh, Byron uh, joking about SideGuard 50% being a bad Pokemon the other day, I think, in uh, general chat of the, the S-B-G... Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. I messed up the name. S-G-B-L. My bad. <laughs> no, okay. I was just. i am love I was loving the banter between you guys, like, always. It's always so, so enjoyable to watch.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you enjoy. We always have good banter back and forth, and trust me, we we'll, we also do this argument in outside of like Discord and everything because we see each other <laughs> all the time, and we'll still argue about these things to this day. And I will always say Zygar fifty percent is better than Gar I will always say it.
0: Yeah, I I wonder. Uh, it, it's not hard to imagine uh, what side of the of the
1: equation uh, Byron falls here. <laughs> Cause you know he's a he's a darn Gibble lover, right? For you, exactly. He just he loves the Gibble boy, which hey, I love the I love it. It's adorable. However, when it comes to the final form, it there's no match. It's too easy.
0: Yeah. Hey, just remember though, if you're really arguing arguing about everything, just do a one b one and an Ice Beam kills Gibble right away. Hey, it could probably kill a Cygar fifty percent with like if he has like no investment or anything too.
1: Yep, no, you're it's right good. about that. Gibble just always wins. It's it's too easy for him. Yeah. I, I think
0: I think yeah. I was gonna <laughs> say you do not want to you do not want to give uh, more fuel to Byron, man.
1: Yeah, I know. Watch, he's gonna he's gonna see this one. This <laughs> up, I said he's gonna go with it for days now.
0: <laughs> Be like, I, I'll try to edit it now. I'm just joking.
1: <laughs> nah, it's alright. Leave, leave it edited. <laughs> let him hear it. Yeah. Let him get the, let him get his one win for now. He may have won in jeopardy against me, but hey. Everyone gets one.
0: Hey, but just remember, though, in Jeopardy, he also didn't win either. So, is is he really one to talk? Exactly. You
1: think, man. No, exactly. Yeah. Like he didn't even win. He's he's trying to act like he won that. He didn't win. Yeah. He yeah. thinks he the won boy because he scored more.
0: <laughs> the boy Sombra won it, right?
1: Exactly. My, my goat. boy Sombra, the guy's the go for that for all My the Mexican done. king. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Love that guy. Yeah. He's a great dude.
0: Yeah, he's awesome, man. Always such a fun uh, chatter. Um, but you know, uh, now that I I wanted to ask you because Byron didn't have the the luxury to uh to comment on on these types of things. But uh, so second second uh, I guess season with five divisions. Uh, how did week one go for you guys? Like,
2: was oh. it did
0: everything go swimmingly? It
1: go smoothly, or any type of metaphor you want to add? <laughs> Oh well, being good. Yeah, I would say my week one battles both went swimmingly. Even my week two battle, I got to verse the Gibble himself, and let's just say it was too easy. I didn't even use half my team. It was just easy cleanup for me.
0: It was a light week. It was like a light uh, brunch for you. Not even a hassle, right?
1: Yeah, I know. I just I saw the team he brought. I'm like, okay, he just wants to lose. He's trying to throw here. (laughs) And I don't even get why.
0: Hey, younger brothers, uh, just another way around a Pokemon, right?
1: Exactly. <laughs> younger brothers on top all day. These yes, older brothers yes, don't sir. know what they're doing.
0: Yep. Uh, you know, kind of. This is kind of a, a little tangent, but yeah, I'm I'm a younger brother as well, the youngest of of six. Oh so.
1: yeah. Oh wow, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I'm the youngest <laughs> brother in my, like, I have me, my brother, and then we have a sister as well, but I'm the youngest.
0: Yeah, there's just, just something about those youngest brothers, right?
1: Yep, we just, we're just <laughs> better at everything. It's it's kind of yeah. simple.
0: It's, uh, it's like we absorb their skills and just become better.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but uh, with everybody else's, like, scheduling and stuff, it also went pretty well, right, from what I've heard.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. That the week one we had, we everyone was doing their games on time. Like we had no issues. One division unfortunately had a forfeit, but honestly, mm-hmm. when you're doing this many divisions, it's like it's bound to happen a couple times. And luckily, yeah. we just we're able to correct any issues like that that happen. We had someone drop. I go, okay, we. I, was, I announced that we need a replacement. Within five seconds, I my DMs like, <laughs> full of people like, hey, can I join? Can I join? I'm like, yes, please. <laughs>
0: It's just amazing stuff,
1: man. It, it's, it's,
0: I feel like uh, I've never seen so many, like, I guess, committed draft leaguers in just one spot. Cause, you know, like you always say, there's always like 500, like, dropouts in one season, it feels like. And there's always people, like, never playing on time. Like, <laughs> so it's, it's oh, always yeah. good to see, uh, the opposite of that, I guess.
1: Oh, yeah. Everyone sure. being
0: focused, at least for week one. Everything can change, of course. Yeah. With of many course. weeks.
1: Because the thing is, we have in mind, we're like, okay, we have this many divisions of this people. We'll, we'll think at least like X amount of people are probably going to drop and we still have replacement coaches, so we should be good. And then worst case, we do know a lot of people in the draft community, so we can always ask around and we're sure there's people that, who are interested.
0: Yeah. And like, it, I think the biggest and like best part about uh, the SGBL. It's not even like, uh, because, you know, draft leagues are cool, but I think uh, a lot of people that aren't even playing uh, make it such a a great community just to be in, like, in general. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, like, Emily right now is not playing, I don't think, and she always chats. And I feel like replacement or, like, non-playing coaches just, like, chat it up and makes it feel very welcoming to anybody that may be new or even has a lot of experience.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I know, especially you even, like you're always chatting it up in general, like new people join, you're one of the people that always greet them, and it's like, it's nice to have people greet others so we don't have to in a way. it's I love greeting <laughs> yeah. new people, and when we're both working, and it's like someone else is available and they're doing it, it's just like a nice feeling to always make people feel welcome to the SB- SGBL family
0: yeah I mean the way I see it um right of course i've been I've been doing the the server like helping the server of the c p l uh mm-hmm. try to grow and try to manage it so I'm like, well, if i was me as like a an admin or like a like a very experienced member in this in the community, I would want people to welcome other people in my server, so I do it whenever i can to in other servers as well
2: mm-hmm. no but of i course. think it's just
0: you know, try to pay it forward and stuff like that. And I think I'm still, like, testing it out a little bit. Um, I think welcoming people gets them to talk a little bit, at least. And, like, it it makes them stick around.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: Oh, no, go ahead, man. I'm sorry.
1: No, I was going to say, it's like, when you welcome someone, like, personally, too, it's like, these guys are the owners, but they're still, like, saying hi to everyone. It's not like, we're just, yeah, we're this big league now. We don't care with new people join. It's like, no, we (laughs) We, we care about every single person who joins our server. We want everyone to feel comfortable, happy. We want it to be a safe spot. Like This is supposed to be fun for people, have talks, enjoy different things. Like It doesn't even have to be about Pokemon. You could just join the server, just chat it up with people, talk about different things. We try and like, have other, like, on our server, we have like other channels. You can talk about your favorite anime, sports, whatever you enjoy. Just ha- come, in, come on in, have a nice talk, and have a good time.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's, like, the biggest part of, of maybe, like, your success, I think, too. Or, like, you know, the success you've had or have or, or yeah. co- will continue to have. You know, I'm just trying to be very po- uh, positive here. Um, that, like, you know, there's so many things you can talk about. And, and you don't even have to leave the server to, like, really do anything. And, like, I do like the fact, like, <laughs> that you guys left general, like, um, chat rooms for the divisions, like, open to speak to, like, non- League players, if that makes sense? Or division mm-hmm. players? Yeah. So like if I if I'm bored one day, I might just go to like, I don't know, Mu division and just see what's going on and like try to like <laughs> roast people or like make make friends there. It'd be fun.
1: Yeah, of course. I always <laughs> felt it, it was nice where other leagues, I've seen other leagues do it. I'm like, yeah, let people talk in the general chats for each division because Sometimes people are new to like certain metas that we do and they see cool things like, Oh, that was really cool, that was really interesting. Like, oh, how do you do that? And everyone has questions at times. Like it's nice to let people answer and talk about it, especially if you're very proud of like the site you brought that was really unique and took a lot of time for prep. It just brings joy to people. Yeah, it's just I every mean, we
0: good thing to have just in general just like have more chances to talk with people it's it's only good thing it only, can only be good in my opinion yeah for so, sure you know you talked a little bit about your your first two weeks and well i guess like two you played three games so far right in the in the league am i correct yeah.
1: yes that's correct
0: uh is there any heat set or like a heat moment <laughs> it, that you had in the in any of the games specifically this week and recently with
1: your week two game? Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, while me and my brother were playing, funny enough, I was like, okay, he's using Melmetal metal very often, like constantly, and I'm like, all right, just slowly chip this thing down, just slowly chipping it down. My game plan, when I saw the match, I'm like, all right, as long as I get Melmetal metal down to a certain point, I can just get the pincer in, always lift a certain hit from a tornadoes, and just get one Swords Dance, and then that was a game right then and there
0: was there any uh heat set that you brought this week or, or trying to save them for uh when you get closer to playoff time or, or in the playoffs you don't have to uh share the sauce of course if you don't want to
1: of course yeah unfortunately i don't have my heat sets yet <laughs> however i do have some funny heat sets planned for Jenks and radical red but i have to leave that a secret for now for when the opponent sees it
0: <laughs> hey that's all good man we we love draft league secrets and and we love just jank in general. I think and like heat sets are amazing. Every when they work, like oh uh, yeah for sure. Heat sets when they don't work, I mean it's just kind of sad to see. But <laughs> we've all been there, I think. We yeah, all ha- I, we thought we had
1: the metal breaker against our opponent and just like die in one shot or get oh, taxed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. I actually had a very heat set in one league where I had a primal Kyogre. They had Geomancy Zernia's. I was ready for my primal Kyogre to psych up the geomancy from the Xerneas, and he just switched. So it was a very unfortunate moment.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it happens, man. I just think it's always funny to to be be the one should try to like outplay your opponent like that. But you know, it doesn't work out sometimes, and, that, and that's fine too. Sometimes it's just the thought that counts.
1: Oh yeah, of course, like. Especially because when you see that heat, like even if you're and my opponent there was like, yo, that was hype right there, even though it didn't work, it was just like, damn. It's nice to have the yeah. appreciation from the opponent as well. They're like, yeah, that was that was fire that set,
0: yeah, it's just awesome stuff.
1: Uh,
0: let me, I guess, let me boast a little bit. Um, because I, I don't think this is a heat set, but like Byron was out here making it look like it was like the, the heatest set of them all, like it set, like the world on fire, but I brought yeah. um. Grassy seed, unburden, uh, slurpuff to my first week in the in the league, and he was just like, "Oh, this is amazing! You 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 uh, eved it just so correctly, like you outsped everything." I'm like, "Well, it's kind of common in draft league, but thank you for the
1: hype." I guess
0: the only thing I was proud of is that Guki got, got a kill, though.
1: Oh yeah, I watched that <laughs> game. I was like, Guki getting the kill." That was that was the heat moment of that game.
0: Yeah, it it survived the. A, a plus, I mean, it was burned. Let's be honest here. If It was not burned. The the sad monkey would probably have died, but it, oh, yeah. it lived because it was burned. u turned out. It brought my my beloved Slurpuff in, and it just won me the game. You yeah, know, if no, you really think about it, Grookey was the real MVP yeah,
1: the Grookey whole time. Was. He helped he helped <laughs> pave the way. Grookey had yeah, the back strength for that Slurpuff to get that sweep.
0: Yeah. Hey, just I just forget that. Uh, even without that, like even if it just died, we're <laughs> just setting up grass train. I would have won. We oh yeah, for that. sure. Hey, <laughs> I just wanted I just wanted to make sure that Slurpuff wasn't the kill leader for this week. I, I respect it though.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's have its moment of shine saying Slurpuff, <laughs> you're only doing this because I allow it. <laughs>
0: yeah it's it's gonna be crazy when i when i bring uh when group is the kill leader by the end of the the season all because he still slurp pups one kill
1: oh man, I'm rooting for that honestly. <laughs> I love it when baby pokemon are just random low tiers really go crazy. I know you're doing the low tier division, but <laughs> there's still low tiers in low tier that don't get much love, and when I see them doing great, it just <laughs> brings a smile to my face
0: yeah man you I know that... uh one of the Pokemon like that's just been killing it. I think it's like all all the Quillfish and like the Over Quill uh, line. Like <laughs> all of them put in work. Like week one, I'm like, man, I see you Quillfish being a, a giga chat. Just like be amazing at everything.
1: You just see the man. Quillfish line. They're just walking in. Like yes, this is my house <laughs> now. I own this place. Yeah, and
0: the crazy part is like all of them are kind of expensive. Like, I mean like not that much, but you know, you see you see like quillfish, and like, ah, what is this gonna even do, right? And then like, oh well, thirteen I think most of them were like around thirteen. I know overcooked's like seventeen, I think. I'm not too sure. I haven't checked the the the, the pricing on Pokemon for like forever. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like all of them put in work, all of them are awesome Pokemon that In, like, normal draft league, you wouldn't, like, you could see a little bit of shine, but in lower tier, they're just just
1: animals, man. And that's always fun to see, I think. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, just seeing all these low tier mons go crazy. Like, now they have their place to shine, and it's just excellent to see. I always, I'm enjoying the low tier division a lot for that, seeing all these low tier threats kind of do their thing, have their own place to shine.
0: Yeah, for sure, man. Ed, uh, but just to make this clear Slurpuff in my eyes is not a, a low tier you know it can wreck house in, in any league in any match I think but that's just oh, my I 100%, uh...
1: oh, 100% agree with that Slurpuff <laughs> I've seen it put in too much work in leagues it was actually a kill leader in one division I was in it was the not top division but like the second highest and Slurpuff was the kill leader and it wasn't even close I was so shocked by that
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mando, but poor Slurpo, it, it has so many jobs in my team. I kind of mis misbuilt my team a little bit, but we don't talk about that. Like, it was my it's my only right. wick setter, my only cleric, my only, like, really good sweat- setup sweeper. Because, I mean, Belly Drum, Unburdened, just masterful, I
1: think. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Hey, hey, listen, it's just the mind games you get to play with your opponents because they'll never know which one you're bringing until it's too late.
0: Yeah, I, I'm gonna probably just bring that 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 whip nightmare into uh, every game I play. Probably, it's gonna have a different role in everyone. Imagine that.
1: Exactly, it's so versatile that mon. It will do every single thing possible.
0: Yeah, it's just one week. It's just gonna be like a bulky call minder that has like no use for a burden. The next one's gonna be like a, a sticky web Lead. You <laughs> can just do anything, man
1: course, eventually you're gonna bring the heat of the heat. It's you're gonna endeavor something. They're gonna switch <laughs> out. Then you just miss the explosion, just stopping anything else from wanting to set up on it. Yeah, it's just gonna be masterful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> One of these days, they're gonna try to try to set up bikes on it because, and I'm gonna just do. I'm gonna pull out the mirror magic coat.
1: Oh yeah, you're just gonna magic coat it away, or they're gonna try and taunt you with something faster. Magic coat. Up oh, now, you're taunted. Sorry, yeah
0: the the sash conspore tech is gonna go crazy one of these one of these days
1: <laughs> oh man i'm excited for that tech right there yeah you know not to
0: but like literally i might i might have to use like literally all its moves one of these days oh man i'm excited for it <laughs> it's gonna be crazy when i take out my own burden boost because i steal your your item <laughs>
1: Oh my god, you're just gonna steal every item. Just get rid of it. No more items for it's my gonna be,
0: It's gonna be like, a, I don't know if it gets it. Oh, no, it doesn't get fling. I was hoping it got fling, but... Oh, that, Imagine that fling.
1: fling Ooh. Ooh, you just fling oh, that flame orb. Oh no, you wanted those <laughs> leftovers? Sorry, those are mine now.
0: Yeah, there's just a lot of funny sets, I think. You could run. Even though it kind of has like a very, a oh man, the copycat meta? Ooh, it's gonna be crazy.
1: Oh my god, you're gonna copycat and have mirror herb all at the same time? Just get all the <laughs> boosts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, just just cool cool stuff
0: from from, you know, Rookie, Puff, and of course your Eugene's brother. Always good feelings, I think.
1: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> but um because you know we're talking so much about Draft League uh, I w- I was wondering, um what are some of the formats you've personally played in? Uh, I think you mentioned Ubers. I know Mad is pretty big for Byron specifically. I don't know if that's the same for you. But yeah, just like uh, walk me through fun formats or any formats really that you've played during draft.
1: Yeah, well, I've played a good amount of formats. I would say I've done a season of Stabmons. I've done a season of Triple A, almost any ability, and I still do Triple A to this day. I have a lot of fun with it because. You can just get such creative sets with these mons. Like, you'll see the tier list for this and be so confused because why is Dodrio 11 points? Then you see, with almost any ability, this mon just become, can just wreck house on teams. And it's just insane. A... Rockhead, but... right? Like, Graveyard oh, yeah. and Double like, wage. The There's so many yeah. fun things. Uh, it just it goes crazy and it's just shocking to see. But the mo- two modes i probably have the most fun with i would say and i try to play the most are ubers and radical red ubers because i love using all these big broken mods and ubers right now especially in generation nine is a very offensive metagame where it's harder to play defensively because all these big threats going around it's just there's no true way to wall them and then it becomes more mind games. something i feel I've like i've done way too much of <laughs> But I always enjoy it because it's like, okay, which which way is my opponent going to go with this? How can I predict it? And I've just had a lot of fun with it. In Ubers, I feel like you get more mind games than anything else. Because you have these crazy threats going around. And you're just trying to figure out how the hell do I even deal with this thing. And yeah, Ubers has just been a lot of fun for me. But then Radical Red has just always had a place in my heart. Because I've played that game a numerous amount of times. Doing it on hardcore mode, regular mode. Man, you don't understand how long. I played hardcore mode of that game. It took me so long just to beat it on a casual playthrough because I kept getting stuck at the first gem because I just couldn't find a good encounter to help deal with this broken sand team for the first gem. I finally figured it out. I got through it. But playing Radical Red just competitively has been a lot of fun because all these different mods that got buffed and got new moves or stat changes... It just really is a completely different metagame. Like you think, oh, Pikachu's here, what did he get changed? Oh, its stats look the same. But then you realize Pikachu also has new forms now. It has the bell form, which is ice ice electric now, and gets stab icicle crash, it gets all these new moves. Now it's a real threat and you actually have to prep for it and wonder, okay, what other new changes are there? And Radical Red's just been a lot of fun for me because there's new Megas, there's just new forms for, like, Pokemon, and there's just so much to it that I've always had a lot of fun with it.
0: Yeah, because um, I kind of don't like Red of Red, like, as a playthrough, personally. Like, I, I think it's it's uh, great for what they're doing, right? Like, but I, I think there's other, like, balance, like, I guess, like, I don't know, variety ROM um, hacks mm-hmm. out there, but I think competitively-wise, like, it has, like, so many fun things that you can just, like, bring out at any time.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, for sure.
0: And, like, all the move changes are pretty reasonable. Uh, personally, I just like how everything gets uh, Urshifu's uh, signature move, <laughs> Wicked Blow, like Drapion gets hit. Uh, and it, it, I feel like that could just be really
1: fun. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's, it's crazy when you see Drapion, like, so high in a tier list. Like, why, 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 why is this thing so high? It's usually not that good. Then you see it gets Wicked Blow. It's like, oh, wow, it's a big buff. But then you remember its ability is also sniper, so those crits are doing way more damage than they should be. Yeah,
0: it's just it, I don't know. It's just such a fun thing, like just like I guess theorycraft, especially because you know it's not like a "quote unquote" official format or like it's more like a niche uh, draft league uh, division slash uh, I guess what format? <laughs> yeah, like I said, but it just it's cool to see like weaker mons. Like I know cast form is is pretty great i mean it, it gets like a slight buff change but like i mean it's that buff but mostly its ability change is what really makes it like super good oh good enough to run and draft I oh, yeah add. for sure
1: yeah no it, there was someone actually in one draft like They bad cast form and they would always use it just to set up their weather sweepers all the time or their heliolisk list with with uh Spamming boom burst and it's and the changes to solar power where you don't take the 12% every turn, you just get the boost. And it's like, wow, there's really no switching to this. This thing is just a monster. But another cool thing with that actually draft is someone drafted an entire team of months that were six points or less, and they've made playoffs still, which I found insane. Man, what a
0: Chad gaming experience that must have been!
1: Oh yeah, I know. Trust me. I lost to them because they just (laughs) brought things and I was so confused. I'm like, I have no idea what they're bringing because everything's around the same points and they made a very well-constructed team.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think like uh, having like low point wonders, I guess, (laughs) that's just like really, really cool stuff because I know we kind of joked about Grookey a little bit, but like that that one is kind of vital to like some of the stuff I want to run. And I'm just happy I got to pick it up for one point, you know? And, like, I think, like, Mons like that is what makes you really fall in love with Draft League, I think, personally. Just, like, bringing the little goobers that are, like, <laughs> seven, six points or under, and just having fun with them still. Even though they're seen as, like, quote-unquote bad Pokemon.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I've I've had a love for Kecleon outside of this generation, just because I've used that thing so many times. Like, oh, no, they have a Latios, they have a Dragapult. I have a Keckleon, that can just always 1v1, which I always found hilarious.
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, never, don't, don't, uh, it's his bulk, it can go
1: kind of crazy with an assault vest. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, you just slap an assault vest on him and then it has crazy coverage, it's like, yep, good luck dealing with this.
0: Yeah, and even like, the protein ability really, pre, um, uh, this gen, it's also pretty useful too.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Because there can still be use. Like, say you really just want to stay a dark type and avoid prankster with it. Now you just knock off first, and now you're a dark type that is really good spadef death and makes it harder to deal with.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, there's always like positives and negatives to everything, right? But mm-hmm. it's like I think it's a ne- negative. But yeah, like there's still uh, uses for it.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, just so because like the even, ability up there, there's still use for the mod.
0: Yeah, you could easily just uh, Shadow Sneak, and now you're uh, a spin blocker, like, for for uh, until you switch out. And that's very useful, too. A lot of great typings. Uh, a lot of move, uh, great moves it learns. Uh, mm-hmm. Just so I kinda, like, kind of, like, all things out a little bit, especially on the special side.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, good luck dealing with a Kecleon when your special <laughs> attackers. Don't have any way to go to the physical side for damage.
0: Yeah, it's just very goaded, I think
1: my opinion, of course. It's <laughs> and
0: a cool one too. I love to sign. It's just oh, a yeah. little chameleon. A chameleon, I mean. My my goodness, I'm thinking too much about Pokemon now.
1: <laughs> nah, man, you're good. There's there's Pokemon of <laughs> every single thing that exists now. <laughs> yeah, hey, there's uh, there's not a
0: a platypus Pokemon so not yet. We're still
1: I wait for the Gen 9 DLC. We might get a Platypus Legendary.
0: Yeah, that'd be very awesome. We'll have here.
1: We'll have a Platypus that always wears a hat. <laughs> yeah. It.
0: It's it, Perry,
1: best nickname of all time. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I think that's like guarantee. It has to be nicknamed Perry at least once.
0: Yeah. But uh, I guess, you know, stepping away from. a bit back from draft
1: league what what made you want to play pokemon like competitively yeah so i've always enjoyed like pokemon the games and everything and my brother introduced me to random battles on showdown and i just had a lot of fun with it we would play like all the time just me and him just playing each other and we would also just play hours on end constantly battling and We've had a lot of enjoyment with it. Then he started. He was he actually started doing a draft league at first. And I would watch him. I would actually help him prep for games, like thinking of like crazy sets. And I had I had a lot of fun with it. Then he then I saw. I was like, oh, maybe I can start doing this too. And I started going out there exploring like different things. I found different servers from him at the time, just because every server he did, he was either being a replacement coach because he was just starting out and just trying to play new metas just trying to play the game itself honestly and i was like all right let me see if i could go in this now and start playing and thankfully he helped me find my first league that i played in and i had a lot of fun with it but unfortunately the season got cut short because the owner just like deleted the server out of nowhere and me and him were just like in awe of like what happened we're like what's going on and i tried messaging the guy but the messages were always blocked for some reason. So I was oh, yeah, you have to share
0: a, you had to share a server to uh to send messages most of the time.
1: Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. At the time I didn't know that because I was still new to Discord <laughs> as well. So I was like, what's going on?
0: <laughs> yeah, so it was it was Ranbat and then Draft League Pipeline.
1: <laughs> yeah, honestly. That's how,
0: so you haven't dabbled in like any other ladders, like like you know OU of course is really big. Uh, I'm a big uh, lower ladder guy, specifically like NU, and like below. You never dabbled in any of those lower leagues?
1: Oh no, actually, I, I I have dabbled in ladder for a fair amount of time, but it's like I played it a little bit, but then I would get bored of it because I felt like I was racing the same teams, or I would have to go against a stall team, and I would literally rage quit i would like really close my laptop and just leave and then not want to play anymore because my luck is i always get to fight the stall teams and OU. you
0: yeah man there's just a lot of great stall on i mean it kind of feels less so nowadays because like there's so many great offensive like breakers now mm-hmm. like imagine uh, telling people like oh yeah there's like a water type pokemon that will that can kill toxapex and like in the rain like in Gen Seven, like people would not believe you, man. But yeah, yeah like fish- <laughs> a Drakolish Superior Superiority, right? Oh
1: yeah, uh, saying that. Yep, fish's Run, the most broken move ever. You <laughs> yeah. would think Palafin's Wave Crash would be stronger because his attacks that's way higher. I actually saw a calc on it. Dragovish's fish's Run is still stronger.
0: Yeah, it's just it's just a demon, man. Even though that's, like, Fish's is, like, the only good move it gets, maybe Outrage, but we don't yeah, talk about and, that.
1: Yeah, you, you click the one funny Fish's Run button and you just call it a day.
0: Yeah, even if it resists, you can still take, like, 50% if you fa- you're faster than it. It's just nuts, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> There's a love for Dracovish. When I saw those, I'm like, good. Get rid of these stallmons. We don't need them.
0: <laughs> yeah, just funny stuff, man. Just... Funny fish fossil that's upside down. Oh no, it's not. Well, I guess it's sort of upside down because its head is on its tail.
1: Is it really? I actually did not know that. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, It's at the t- uh, at the top of its tail. Oh okay, wow! I I'll send you. I don't know if you you searched it up properly, right? But yeah. Yeah. I'm
1: I'm searching this up now. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it has its
0: op- like its. Uh, I guess like there's like a slit in its lower legs. Where its head's supposed to go, but they put the head at its tail.
1: Oh my god! You're right. Wow.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, when you when you make a uh, Pokemon Jeopardy questions, you you pay attention to every detail. But yeah, it's just a great. Uh, I don't know if you actually know this, but the origins of of the fossils from Gen Eight were because uh, English uh, paleontologists earlier on would just like glue things together from different dinosaurs to one. So they yeah. would like, how oh, this is a T Rex skull. It goes in this like Velociraptor's uh, body. And so you just have like amalgamations of like different dinosaur parts, even though like they never went together. And that's the an inspiration for the fossils.
1: Oh wow, it's actually very interesting. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. It's it's just
0: <laughs> it's crazy how Pokemon can be pretty creative sometimes.
1: Oh yeah. And then for you sure. just have
0: like a koala Pokemon with a log.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: Or you just have a a, a giraffe.
1: Yeah, just just <laughs> a giraffe, or a flamingo named Flamigo because he's the yeah. homie.
0: Just just amazing peak designs, and then you have a a fossil.
1: <laughs>
0: no, I'm just joking. I do love Komala though. My one of my favorite
1: Pokemons. Oh yeah, that thing is great. It's in draft and just in general, it's just an adorable little guy. <laughs>
0: but because we're talking about um pokemons that we personally love is there any uh mons that you personally like been attached to because of draft like you maybe like you draft them all the time but maybe you just like you use them once and like they won you a game and now like they're in your heart forever
1: oh yeah for sure well the first one that comes to mind for me is zygarde 50 percent. funny enough because <laughs> i just i've used that thing and every single way possible like that you can think of for a set, like offensively, defensively. If you list a move on it, I've probably used it because I've used that thing more than any other Mon in draft. And I've just had a lot of fun using it many different ways because its stat spread is perfect where you can do any type of set you want with it because it has a good enough move to on the physical or special side where you can choose which way you want it to be a sweeper for you. Or if you need him more defensively, he has really good defensive moves with Glare, Toxic, it just can do anything you want. Even has Haze, which most people probably don't realize because why run Haze on that thing? But I've actually found use for a Haze Rocky Helmet set to help wall certain crazy physical monsters. But then Gen 8 brought one Mon that I just fell in love with instantly. It was Regieleki because I saw that speed stat. I'm like, yes, I need this thing.
0: Yeah, like, just, most teams don't even have a Scarfer that will outspeed it sometimes, just because how people build teams.
1: Yeah, for it's sure. crazy, though. Like, it was crazy, because it came back in Gen 9, and then, if you use Regieleki correctly, it outspeeds a scarf Iron Valiant, who's already very fast, and it still outspeeds it with <laughs> the right investment, which just sounds insane to me.
0: But, you know, because you mentioned all the moves you could use on Psyguard, let's play a little... Uh, I guess like a game show. I'm a, I'm gonna tell you a move from Sideguard's move set. I'm gonna ask you if you've used it in any capacity. Does that I'm sound good. fun, then?
1: Yeah, let's do Okay.
0: The other one should be pretty simple. Uh, pain split.
1: I've used that. Um, Draco
0: Draco Meteor.
1: Yep, used that. White herb Draco Meteor.
0: <laughs> this one's pretty easy, though. I think high horsepower.
1: Yep, actually. <laughs> Let me think. <laughs> yes, I did use it actually, because it, there was a damage roll where that would kill, and Thousand Arrows would not on something. <laughs>
0: thousand Waves.
1: Yes, I have actually. <laughs> I've used that for a trapping set to trap a Hippowdon and then Toxic Stall it to 1v1 it. Man. uh let's see. Um, a sludge Wave. Yep. That was a, special se- a substitute special set to 1v1 a Chestnut, thinking it can easily switch in. Then I clicked the sludge wave on it and it was easy to shot.
0: <laughs> Let's try this one. Core Enforcer.
1: Yep, I used that against the Crawl Dawn in a game that I was setting up. I was able to two shot it because I got the toxic off, core enforcer did twice, and it lost its ability because I was slower.
0: Okay, we're gonna we're gonna do some moves that that are quote unquote usually useless. Let's see. Have you ever used Lance Wrath?
1: No, actually. I think that's the only Zygarde signature move I did not use. (laughs) First
0: time for Uh, everything.
1: i got to use that now.
0: Yeah. Have you used Skitter Smack?
1: Oh, all the time. That's a staple (laughs) on sweeping Zygarde physical sets. You run Dragon Dance, Substitute, Skitter Smack, Thousand Arrows. It hits all the special attacks.
0: Have you ever used Dragon's Breath?
1: Dragon's Breath. No, I have not. I actually thought about using it once because of the extra paralysis rate, but I just <laughs> missed out on a roll.
0: This might be very obscure, but camouflage.
1: Yes. I had a, camoufl- I had a hilarious set with Zygarde, actually. It was Coil, Camouflage to become a normal type, then Extreme Speed. <laughs> that
0: seems pretty funny, man. Uh, let's see. Have you used Breaking Swipe?
1: Yes, I have because there was a, there were certain physical threats. I was like, "All right, this thing could kill." And then Zygarde doesn't have good physical dragon moves outside of outrage as scale shot now, but at the time it didn't. So I'm like, "Okay, breaking swipes make these things weak weaker, and you're never breaking the substitute."
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you used bind? Bind?
1: No, I yeah. have not. Unfortunately, I, I because... instead of bind, I use the block. Block? No, I have not. Now we're getting to reason. the really crazy ones. There's a couple.
0: Uh, I imagine you haven't used Endure yet.
1: Endure? Uh, tch, funny <laughs> enough, I have. Uh. Endure, Extreme Speed, with Rocky Helmet.
0: Wow. <laughs> uh, oh, let's see. Uh, retaliate.
1: Nope. <laughs> That's. I, I'll admit it. I've never used that.
0: Uh, reversal.
1: Reversal? No, I'm upset I've never used it because I had sets to use Reversal on it, but I was like, ah, but then the team just had too many ghost types. I'm like, "Ah, it just doesn't do enough damage.
0: (laughs) Oh, This one might be, maybe not crazy, but crazy with this Pokemon. Have you used Shockwave?
1: No, I have not because it was just honestly, I forgot he got Shockwave. (laughs) I'll be honest.
0: Oh, this one, this one could be kind of heat, especially if you used it. Have you ever used Spite? Spite? You Spite.
1: know, I was... I really should have used Spite. I had Spite on a moveset for it because <laughs> I had a team where I could not switch into Melmetal at all. And my plan was just to basically stall out the PP for for the double iron bash. And I <laughs> forgot to put Spite on it. I was very upset with it. <laughs>
0: Man, I can't believe you're a fraud now. I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> have you ever used Snore?
1: Snore? Uh, no, because I never run rest on it. That's the thing.
0: <laughs> uh, have you ever run ran Payback?
1: Payback? No, because Thousand Arrows was just sweeping things at that point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's basically all. I mean, have you ever used Confide? I mean, that would be, that'd be a crazy thing to use
1: no I have not because I was I just couldn't find use for it. I was trusting, I've looked at this whole move set I've used I would say roughly 70%. Yeah.
0: I mean, a lot of its movers are really good for draft. I mean like, you know, you can run like a funny uh, you know, spec set with like, you know, core enforcer and focus blast, earth power and Squ- uh I oh mean I was going to say scorching sand but that's also Earth power kind of helps you with that, right? I mean, like, you can use um hidden power if if the league allows it, of course.
1: Mm, yeah, of course. Hidden power Zygarde would be hilarious. And then
0: you know, or if you need a fourth move. You can always run a uh, shockwave, of course. You know, the best move of all time.
1: Oh yeah, I gotta use a Zygarde with shockwave now. That's like that's on my list of things.
0: It's gonna be crazy when uh, you kill uh, a Gyarados with that. <laughs>
1: Yep, he's never going to see it coming either. I'll be minus special attack and just easily two-shot.
0: <laughs> yeah, very easily, right?
1: Yep, very oh. easily.
0: <laughs> hey, man, you could probably, you, a Caterpie's Electroweb can probably kill a Gyarados sometimes.
1: Yep, for sure, honestly. It's just that <laughs> four times weakness, you never like to see it. Yeah. If you're
0: not wearing running a berry, almost anything can kill you.
1: Yeah, that's the that's the use for super effective berries. It was funny, actually. In a draft league match, someone ran six super effective berries against me because they just were, did not want to get hit with super effective moves. I'm like, good for you, dude.
0: I, I imagine they lost that game, right?
1: Uh, no, they actually won because they had a Zamazenta hero form, and my team just couldn't handle that thing because it was illegal out there. <laughs> no. <laughs> The berry yeah, allowed I mean, the one thing I had to break it, and it just, it just did its thing. It was unfortunate that game.
0: It happens to the best of us. Yeah, maybe it was five uh, weakness berries. You would have had a chance. But...
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, it just caught me by shock. I'm like, who brings this many?
0: <laughs> <laughs> just funny stuff, man. Oh
1: yeah, for sure. Uh,
0: but you know, I guess we'll stop talking about competitive. Let me uh let me get your uh your feedback from this. But how how did you find uh Pokemon Jeopardy, man?
1: Oh man, po- I I love Pokemon Jeopardy, honestly. Me and my brother talked about it. We we're just like this was so much fun. It was such a, it was very well done and all the topics we enjoyed a lot. I I didn't like that he had more of an idea about them. <laughs> I felt like but, you know what, when you uh <laughs> When you bribe the host a little? No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah.
0: nah, but don't worry, I'm not telling the uh, the the categories or the idea of the next one on anybody. Complete secret. Yeah, you, are know, you sure? because most of the categories, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's fair. Don't, don't worry, the wire transfer will go through. Maybe I'll uh, get it, I'll get to know one of
0: <laughs> them. Be like, imagine I just DM you all the other categories names. <laughs>
1: You just see yeah. it with research on research about every single thing about each category.
0: But I mean, you gotta remember though this this is gonna come out in like a week, so I could I could realistically just tell you like a category idea and, and like no one would know.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Honestly, we we can honestly discuss everything about the next Jeopardy, and they won't even know we talked about it beforehand.
0: Yeah, imagine we like we I released this episode like on a Sunday or like no or a normal Wednesday, and then. Byron saying, ah, this is why I lost, like, is this is why Adam just got, like,
1: literally all the questions right. Yeah, and I'll just tell him, get better, kid, even though he's <laughs> older than me. Hey, <laughs> yeah,
0: that's, like, the, the worst thing uh, a big brother can probably hear. I mean, I wouldn't know, of course.
1: Yeah, of course. No, I wouldn't know either. <laughs> so you go,
0: li- at least a little bit.
1: <laughs> just a little. Uh, was there any
0: uh, favorite category or question that you... The the one that the second one was a lot easier than the first one that I I'm pretty sure I shared with you too, or at least uh, Byron I think might have shared it with you. Not
1: too sure. Oh yeah, you went over the first one with me and him early because we were waiting for Sabra or a third person, and yeah, it was no. You showed us like how it would go and everything, and I kind of enjoyed all the categories. I found them all interesting. I like the before and after too because you got to like think about it and kind of think on the spot right away. Like, okay, this means this, and then what's the second part? It's this, okay, and then you're trying to answer before anyone else,
0: yeah. I mean, what uh, I feel like a lot of people still don't get it though, because like I mean, I, I can use this example, but it's my favorite example, like it has to be continuous. Like, you, you could, you could say, realistically, if you wanted to, you could say into one word, and like my favorite example of that is uh, <laughs> gang Garchomp, mostly because you know, Garchomp is you know, y'all's mascot, one of your mascots. For mm-hmm. uh, Byron, but it's just so easy to understand. I think like gang, Gar, Chomp, which is like
1: three words. Not for and, sure. But... It's simple to understand.
0: <laughs> yeah, I you know to be honest with you, maybe this is some spoiling. I think I might do more before and afters. Maybe not this one, but probably this one, even not like in the next one.
1: <laughs> yeah, find out on the next time of Jeopardy. We'll see what happens. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I don't know. I kind of want to. Kinda wanna of screen record it maybe just to see how it go. Or maybe get like one of the contestants to record it just to I don't know, just to have it but I feel like it'd be fun. Just to upload random like clips or something.
1: Oh yeah, that for I sure. Know. I mean
0: Pokemon Jeopardy is a lot it. of fun. That might be like a future thing. Or maybe like if I if I ever get like a computer or something, just like get like OBS and just record it. <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah, for sure. It definitely could be a fun thing, especially add some diversity with your channel. It definitely could be a cool option to have.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um man. Um, but yeah, I mean like would you is there any like, you know, feedback, any I mean, it's fine, you can you can you can roast me all you want, now and stuff like that. Uh is there anything like you would try to like fix or like uh help with Pokemon Jeopardy? I know it's kinda of scuff, right? You know, BC and that's basically it. I screen record, uh, screen share. My bad. My my phone, and it could be kind of scuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. Especially because, like no real buzzer sounds.
1: <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, the only thing I guess I would say is for an improvement is to tr- somehow get a buzzer sound, but yes. it, that's I like the trickiest thing.
0: I think there's. So- I think you can add sounds in here. I don't know how. I think you have so, to have permissions or something.
1: Yeah, I mean, so there is one thing you could do which would probably annoy everyone if you do the soundboard, but, I mean, you'd have to just add that sound on your server, I'm sure. It shouldn't be too bad. I could talk to one of my one of the mods in my server. They added one, and I'm like, I don't want to add more because I know you guys are going to spam the hell out of these things.
0: Yeah. I haven't really played around too much with that. Cause I know uh I was hearing somebody and they're saying, Oh yeah, you could you can add sounds and stuff. Like basically program them in, but mm-hmm. too sure about all that.
1: At yeah, least for would, now. Yeah, for now at least. I mean again, I think it's fine the way it is because it's just simple, have fun with it. Nothing too crazy, it's enjoyable. I'm sure whoever's seen Jeopardy will enjoy it and anyone who thinks they know all this Pokemon trivia, then they go into that, it's like, damn, I knew nothing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, man, it's crazy because uh,
1: I'm 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 pretty sure I, I didn't tell you I
0: told more Byron about this, um, but yeah, some people did not know anything about uh, some categories like uh, I know the big one is the what's it called the the counterparts like the version exclusives or sometimes like non-generation exclusives. If that makes sense, like hair Heracross kind of.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. That's like people, one have, thing people don't know unless they had both games and they really like looked into it.
0: Yeah, but I do think uh, it was it was a big uh, L for my part. Uh, the first one was a lot harder than the second one. Yeah, I mean, like man,
1: you talked about this though. How you want to like split it up, make some some make it typically easier for people, and then do like a challenge one for those who really know their stuff and. I, i'm excited for either or honestly
0: i might you know to be honest with you maybe this is you know jeopardy spoilers or whatever i'm gonna try to make um i'm gonna i'm gonna probably flip-flop so like mm-hmm. even or easy on or hard and longer <laughs> that's a horrible sound clip to to put out there but you know what i mean
1: yeah, no, don't worry, <laughs> you're good.
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, just have more questions and uh, and make them just more difficult.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, Cause I... like,
0: because <laughs> who would know about web dream and a Satchet, man?
1: Yeah, I know. We were all <laughs> stumped on that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just, uh, man, man, the six hundred ones were so impossible for a lot uh... of people.
1: Yeah, for sure. But you know, the thing is, like, these are the highest value ones. <laughs> you want to really make these hard to get.
0: Yeah, like, uh, I don't even think no one knew uh, the the Manit- Mantine and Skarmory question. Like Nobody knew they were even in the same gen. <laughs> Everybody thinks Skarmory is uh, Gen 2, I mean, Gen 3, and Mantine is Gen 4 because of Mantine.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Trust me. I, I've said Skarmine's a Gen 3 Pokemon more times than I remember, and I'm like, oh, wait, I am still wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, and most people don't even know they're British exclusives, too. I well, I, they might have not been, but they're the counterparts, though. Yeah,
1: like, it's, uh, it's a good question, I feel, though, because like it's more knowledge and things that typically people don't know, so it makes it more interesting
0: yeah and like uh, nobody knew the club fable question too i don't know if you uh, had the the chance to see it but it's talking about how it was gen 4 uu but but it got played in ou now more and then in gen 5 it was it was seen as an mon and now of course after it, was, it became a fairy it be, it's been ou ever since like no one knew that well i never said like, it got a new typing though in gen 6 but that would have made it too easy, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah, if you said the new typing and the stat change, it would be like, oh, cool fable, like anyone who knows that man.
0: But uh, you know the the question I was so proud of, I was so sad that nobody got, was was this one? It was the six hundred uh, Gen Nine Pokemon one. And it, and, it, and this is the the question: This Pokemon is non-binary in more than one way. And no one, can, uh, let's see if you, uh, what would you have guessed right there?
1: Normal. I one said Iron Valiant. <laughs> yeah. And no one got it. I was like, Oh, oh man. That's, <laughs> that should be a gimme. That shouldn't even. Yeah. yeah. The,
0: it was my fault. I kind of scuffed this up uh, for my five hundred one, It was, this Pokemon can bring in the dough just by, <laughs> not again. <laughs> Mike, sorry about that. <laughs> no, you're good. do <laughs> Yeah, so it could bring in the dough just by existing, and it was it was a play on Fido, but then people were like, Oh, then go!" Like, oh my goodness, I should have put put better indication. I put dog Pokemon now, but
1: yeah, it's a humble. I think as long as they say Fido or or its evolution, then I think it should be fine because like the dog bred Pokemon.
0: I know uh, you and your brother had a really hard time with the Ice Q and Stone journer question.
1: Oh no, maybe but just
0: Byron. But
1: oh no, I struggled <laughs> with that because I had no idea. He knew that because I think you let him know about it. And I was like, "Oh, you lucky mother!" I'm not gonna curse.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just it's a fun time, but you know. Okay, we'll stop. T- we'll, I, I, we'll stop talking about uh, Pokemon Jeopardy, at least for the time being. You know, when mm-hmm. uh, I have you and your brother on, uh, probably sooner or later. Uh, you guys can bicker about uh, who's actually the Pokemon Jeopardy Master. When oh, you yeah, when you sure. win this Jeopardy uh, by a landslide randomly, right?
1: Yeah, no, that's that's the plan. <laughs> I've been honing on my uh, possible Jeopardy questions and everything, so I'm ready <laughs> to go this time.
0: The, oh, wait. I guess we'll be in Pokemon Jeopardy at least a bit longer. I don't know if, if I like this or not, but for the first one, I released the... Uh, the categories, names, not, not what they contain, of course. Well, I mean, some mm-hmm. of them are quite easily like Gen and Pokemon. But, um, I don't know if I, I'm going to do that again. I liked it. It gave everybody like a little heads up.
1: I mean, honestly, I think the surprise factor also like is better because it's like some people will like see the topics and then research and try and get like know more. So it's like, I feel just use the knowledge you have beforehand and just accept that you don't know everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll probably try it again with no category shown to the players and just keep it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because sure. everything's fun. I think uh, I think the name specifically in the second one were just so much so much funnier. Because mm-hmm. uh, for the people that might not know, because I feel like a lot of them, of course, would not know because you know only like what like eight people played Jeopardy or so last week or so. I could be wrong. But mm-hmm. so these were the categories' name: Hoen and Hoen, <laughs> a, a classic, of course. Of course. Jodo Journeys. Who's that Pokemon? Right, classic. And then Pokemon Geo <laughs> or Pokey Geo mm-hmm. And I, I was really very proud of that uh, that that uh, category name. And of course, before and after.
2: Oh yeah, the Poke, Poke Geo was a great one. Yeah,
0: just. Awesome stuff. (laughs) But, you know, Pokemon Jeopardy and Pokemon aside, I hear you're a big travel guy, man.
1: Oh, yeah, man. For my job, I kind of travel state to state all the time. And I've been to at least like 10 different states now, all over the United States. And (laughs) I've been able to see cool things here and there. Like, I currently live in the New York area, but I've been to, for work, I've been to New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Virginia. (laughs) I've been to uh, D.C. a couple times. I've been to California. I've been to Washington State in Seattle. I've been to all these different places for work, and I've just enjoyed different things, different places to see because when you get to travel like, like I do, you get to see all these different places, all these different people because where you're from, it's nice to see like your daily every life, but then you get to go to these other places and see kind of how their life is it almost feels like you're in a whole new place even though you're in the same country of the US it's just like every state kind of feels like its own thing because they all have their own like monument or place to see and it's just really cool to see all these different places
0: yeah like uh america is probably the best at this but there's uh, like even other countries as well uh like every every state especially just feels so different from one another like it feels like and even sometimes you can be in the same state and just like go uh, go more north or south, and it'll just feel completely different.
1: Oh yeah, for sure, because <laughs> the way of life could just be sl- different from where you're used to, even though you're in the same state that you are. Like one thing I've been trying to do is for my job, since I travel so much, I enjoy smoking hookah a lot, and I've gone to a hookah <laughs> lounge in every state, man.
2: Just I mean, trying to out.
1: go see like how it is over there, try out their like unique flavor and i've just enjoyed it a lot
0: yeah that sounds like a like a fun time
1: oh yeah for sure i always tell my coworkers come with me and then some are like yeah sure let's go it sounds like a good time and then some are like yeah i'm tired from work i'm like dude come on it'll be a good time
0: (laughs) yeah it sounds like a like a wonderful time man (laughs) has there been any out of non uh i guess new york state that you've personally just like been really attached to like would you say like that might you might say like it's your second home or like it, it's all like a little piece of your your heart away,
1: oh yeah, for sure, well, I went to Seattle for this for a work like meeting, I guess you could say it was just seeing the area we were in was just so beautiful, it was like a small little town area so peaceful, it was by the water and everything. you had just this beautiful view of everything. you just walk around and kind of see everything you need for like a daily life. It was just like a walking distance away and It just put me in awe of like, wow, this would just be nice to be here.
0: And yeah, Seattle is just, and Washington as a whole, it seems just like a wonderful state just to, just to live with. I mean, the rain it probably gets annoying for the locals, right? But Mm -hmm. aside from that, it's just like a very beautiful state from everything I've seen.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. It's again, obviously there's rain there, right? If that's like the biggest issue, I feel like that's not that big a because you deal with hurricanes, earthquakes, all these other crazy things in other places. It's like if their big issue it just rains more. I think I think I'll take that over a hurricane or something crazier.
0: Yeah, but you know, some people have like different preferences and stuff, so mm-hmm. it could be it could be tough for some people out there, but yeah. I mean, rain is not too bad. Uh, you know, I pr- kind of prefer the rain. Honestly, it's a mm-hmm. great uh time. I think with <laughs> with like rainy weather. Oh so, yeah. For I mean, sure. Uh, as long as it doesn't get hot out, like right after, then you'll be yeah. fine. Because man, uh, mo- like more uh, like moist hotness, humid hotness is no bueno, man.
1: Oh man, you don't understand. I hate humidity. I'll take dry heat over humidity any day. Yeah, like, uh, like even recently, right?
0: Like, you know, I live more down south, of course. Um, and uh, man, like it's raining, and like it would tell like the temperature is like ninety five degrees, but it feels like one twenty. It's like, man, how's that it even possible? It's oh, just, man. it's no, it's no fun. Let me yeah, just say man, that <laughs> for sure. At least with like New York and stuff it when it gets kind of cold, I mean that heat can get can kinda get unbearable when it gets really hot, but it seems like a cool place to live in general
1: oh yeah, so, for sure now I love New York because you can kind of see a little bit of everything like personality people like you'll see everything you ever visit Manhattan and you can just see everything there, you'll see every um, single type of person, culture, you can walk one block and just get anything you need it's just a really cool environment
0: yeah it just seems like a like you know i, I always hear about like specifically like i guess like the food trucks there too like you can basically oh, yeah. if you if you're in new york city more specifically i guess like you just see like any type of food truck you, you can't even imagine like all cuisines and stuff that's a very um, really cool spot
1: yeah there's some there's some great spots there And just you could travel, you could just go to New York. There's a lot of tourists everywhere. There's just so many different attractions, so many places to see. There's a lot to do there. Like people in New York are like, "Yeah, it's I live here, so it's not that special." But I still find a great enjoyment with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it just seems like so cool, and you know, the diversity is just super awesome. I, you know, I think that's what what life is about just like finding other cultures and getting to enjoy them too and like getting to be able to like share like you know like meals and stuff with people that you know that are different you know just different
2: Mm -hmm. oh yeah for sure (laughs) uh
0: you know how about this you know you might you might piss off some people but is there any state or location that you went to that you just absolutely hated could be like you know Like, the geography, you know, it was, like, really moist and, like, really humid, and it was all all for maybe just, like, you know, like, you had bad experiences, like, in the hotel or or, or with some people there. You want to spill the tea on that?
1: (laughs) Yeah, sure. Why not? So, I visited Odessa, Texas, and I'll just be honest, I was not a fan of it because it was a very, like, dry area. It was, like, all desert, basically, around, and your options for, like, different foods you can get, you can get Mexican food and you can get mexican food that's really your only option there i'm like i kind of want some diversity
0: yeah i mean every food is amazing right like every cuisine is just you know chef's kiss but when you're forced to eat it all the time then no good man
1: yeah man i like i i enjoy like mexican food i enjoy a lot of different varieties but it's like i don't want to be forced to eat the same damn meal all the time
0: so was there any, like, grocery stores in the area, at least? You can maybe, like, buy a steak or something? Oh, or was yeah, there but, not an option?
1: There were definitely grocery stores, but the thing is for work, we're traveling, we're in a hotel, so it's like, I want to go buy a steak, but that's like, how am I even yeah, going to this thing?
0: <laughs> yeah, you can always buy one of those, like, um, small heaters or whatever. And you're plugging them up. I mean, that's, it's, a, it's a safety hazard, of course.
1: But...
0: <laughs> What's what's better, uh, a fire or a good steak? You know,
1: oh well, yeah, of be- <laughs> It depends who <laughs> you ask. <laughs> yeah,
0: don't ask an arsonist this question, of course. But
1: <laughs> oh yeah, they're they're slightly biased towards the steaks, obviously. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, of course, or vegans too, of course. You you ask them that, they're like, How "We can, we can, it's fine. We can burn down the the meat factory and take away all the animals."
1: Yeah, for sure. It's, I put them
2: uh,
0: on a barn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, you don't have to answer this, of course. Uh, but what do you work in, man? Of course, you don't have to share. I
1: but... know, oh, it's no <laughs> problem. So I currently work for a company where we install medical equipment all over the U.S. for hospitals. So we kind of go in there. We'll start with a room that's just barren, like completely nothing there. And we'll st- install this entire x-ray system from the ground up basically we'll have our room set up our rails get everything in the ceiling and just kind of just go to town on it honestly it takes us about a week or so to install these things but it's a lot of fun and i enjoy it
0: man that's that's awesome man and you know just gonna say appreciate uh probably all the work that you and your your team do man because you know that's very important stuff man
1: Oh yeah, for sure. It's just it's crazy how precise you have to be because there's times we have to measure things and you got to be precise to the exact millimeter, not inch, not centimeter, to the exact millimeter. If things are slightly off, you your job site will get paused and some a group of construction workers have to come in and and correct that issue, which it can get hectic sometimes.
0: Man, yeah, that sounds. Like a nightmare, but, you know, I'm sure you guys are happy when you guys do get it done, and, it's, and it is perfect, right? Just, like, oh, yeah. probably more relief, more than anything, but, you know, probably happiness that you're able to install, like, such an important parts of equipment that, you know, that are basically needed, man.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. No, it's like, I find an enjoyment out of it, because we install this equipment, it's nice, this hospital gets the benefit from it and all of it, but it's really because... Once this stuff gets installed, then the people, it can go out and help save lives and everything, especially when we're doing it in these cath labs for these people who need heart surgery. It's just a great feeling knowing that I was able to go out there and make a difference, get these people these, these surgical suites that they need to help go out there and save these lives.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, it can probably get really stressful at times, I can imagine, right? You know, Like you said, like if it is millimeter-like precise, then... I'm sure there's like some type of nerves in there, cause I mean, like you know, it's just it's part part of being human, right? Just like you kind of get nervous at at some things, but yeah, just pretty awesome to know about that, man. And it makes sense then why you're you can be like so busy at work and stuff, you know, you're a busy man sometimes.
1: Oh yeah, of course, dude. You understand? There's times on end where I'm working, going from state to state, just traveling. I'm not home. I miss my bed, and it's just like this stuff has to get installed now. So it's like well, these hotel beds will have to do for now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you know,
0: I'm I'm sure that some people would not trade it for anything in the world, though, right? I mean, just knowing that you can help people, that's enough motivation for some. And I, man, I applaud those people. Oh, yeah, it, sure. it,
1: it's hard, man. I can only imagine it being really hard. Yeah, man. It's, it's hard to get into. It's kind of once you start getting the feel for things, you get an understanding of it. It starts becoming used to it. I feel it's like kind of with any job in a way, though. Like, you'll start off fresh, you're the new guy, you're just trying to get a hang of things, you're learning all these different things. This piece of equipment goes here, this part has to be connected like this. It just always feels overwhelming, but then as long as you're able to persevere and just keep pushing forward, I, I think anyone can kind of do what they want.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's just it's very cool, man. Very cool. And, uh, you know, maybe how did you kind of get started with this? Was this like kind of always the plan or did something kind of like drive you to be that or, you know, circumstances too can always pop up, right?
1: Yeah, of course. So I kind of, I finished college with my electrical engineering degree and I'm like, all right, let's go try and find a job now. And I was applying for a couple of months and I was just looking for a job, looking for a job. It was hard to find one. And then. I was I eventually I get a, a message on LinkedIn like, Hey, uh would you be interested for this position? It's they describe the position I'm in now and I'm like, Yeah, that sounds very interesting. Uh can I apply? I apply, go through the interview process, talk with my man my current manager and my current boss and have a really good talk with them. They kind of get me very interested in it and I was already interested because of what the work was, so I thought, yeah, why not? Let's do this. Let's see what happens. And then now I've just been doing it ever since, and I've enjoyed, enjoyed, and loved what I do.
0: Man, awesome, awesome stuff, man. Um, but you know, we've we kind of talked about this a little bit. Um, but I, I hear you're a big sports guy too, man.
1: Oh yeah, I I love me some football and basketball. Uh, what happened to be your team, man? That you support. Um, for football, I I'm the same as my brother. I'm a Denver Broncos fan, even though I live in New York. The funniest <laughs> thing ever that everyone will question. And then for Bas- wanna,
0: oh, I was gonna ask you uh, if you wanted to uh, like uh, talk about uh, how that came to be, because I know Byron told uh, his story, but maybe like you know something a little bit different happened with who 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 told you to. Uh, you know love the Broncos or your surroundings can also change like, you know even even brothers and like family can have a lot of different experiences, especially when there's a bit of an age gap right
1: no of course again, the thing is though for me it's my brother had a cool story about this for me, it's kind of just simple it's I started playing football when I was young younger, like roughly around eleven twelve and I started getting interested in the sport and I saw my brother's favorite team was the Broncos I was like. Yeah, why not? I was like, I'll be a Broncos fan too, because younger brother, you kind of want to be like the older brother in a way, and then try and be better than him and everything. But
0: <laughs> yeah, just like kind of edge with it. Hey, man, you know, some people would say that's even a more interesting story, right? I'm sure you're probably a bigger Broncos fan than him, right? You've been a Broncos <laughs> fan longer for your life. You always have. You always have that against him, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Nah, it's. <laughs> Listen, he, he knows sports history better than anyone. Like I'll jokingly tell him, Oh, who won the Super Bowl in nineteen like seventy-five? He'll say the teams and the score. I'm like, how do you know this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man.
0: It's it's always good to have like something that you just love, man. And you know and if if it's football slash like, you know, sports for for him and Pokemon that that's awesome, man. I'm mm-hmm. sure, you know, you're the same way too, right? Like you you have your hobbies that you just love, man.
1: And oh, that's yeah, always good sure. to have. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah. it's nice to have like some hobbies, but then it's like always trying and explore more and learn new things.
0: Yeah, like uh, like you know, uh, I uh, you know gonna make this about myself a little bit, but uh, like you know, it was art and stuff. Uh, I liked it, right? You know, of course, when you're you're younger, you're just, you know this is so fun to draw. But I like you know gonna try to my hand to to be better at this and have more fun and. Now, look at me, man. I've been writing some stuff for for ha- almost like half a year now and been doing art for like three years on and off. And it's it's cool to, to have that sometimes.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure, dude. I've, I've seen your art and I enjoy it a lot. Like, I love your style with it, too. It's I enjoy when people like take their time for their craft and everything. And I always enjoy <laughs> to see it. I can tell you do with your stuff because it's very well thought out and everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. You like that Mr. Krabs, right?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's just that's just the classic little meme kind of thing and I love it. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, I'm sorry for cutting you off earlier, but uh what's your basketball team, man?
1: I know you're good, dude. It's uh I'm a Lakers fan because of Kobe Bryant and he kind of just watching him play was just amazing. Like he's easily the most entertaining basketball player of all time. I <laughs> won't say he's the best, but I will say he's definitely the most entertaining player ever to watch because I just, I still go back to this day, just watch highlights of him playing and just what he was able to do on that court, man. It was just, it was electrifying.
0: Yeah, man. Just gone too soon, man, as well.
1: Yeah, I know. He, he, he did a lot of great things off the court, too. Like, it's unfortunate, dude.
0: Yeah, like, uh, I always say, like, uh, so this, this is like, uh, I guess, like, my, my basketball rankings, right? You know, MJ might be the best to ever do it, but Kobe was the most influential, and then LeBron is the greatest player to take basketball in my eyes. So. Oh, yeah. Because of off-the-court stuff, too, with LeBron. He's, he's like a family man, a good role model, helped build schools, you know. That's why, I, I like, you know, if you ask me who's the goal, then I'd say LeBron, but, you know, Jordan, of course, easily has even more of a an edge to some, but you know, yeah, and then when you, when you say influential, I mean, come on, it's always going to be the guy that, that people are still yelling Kobe when they, they, they try to throw something in the trash
1: can. No, exactly. That's, it's like, come on. You're not saying anyone else's name except his. Every time you're going, just throwing paper in the trash, you always say Kobe.
0: Yeah. I'm sure that like people in like the eighties weren't like sky hooking, uh, garbage and saying kareem like come on now that, that sounds right, nah. <laughs> like maybe some people in the 90s were saying oh like MJ or jordan but come on like everybody knew kobe kobe was just like that iconic of to the game kind of like how lebron is sort of now right like he's like universal almost like if you ask somebody like oh name me a basketball player they're like LeBron, maybe Curry, and that's it, you know? Like, even, like, cash hope fans would tell you that.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I feel like everyone knows who LeBron James is because he's been playing basketball forever, like, since the Stone Ages. I've seen so many jokes, like, LeBron hit the same move back when the basketball hoops were just peach baskets.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, like, there's, like, so many memes that, like, of him being, like, the forefront. Because he's, he's a pretty funny dude, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, Even though I, most yeah. of the things that are, that he's funny at, he's not trying, like, him, like, not understanding how to speak lyrics or, like, sing them along or <laughs> or reading, yeah. like, one page of a book all the time. Like, the first page, I think, mean.
1: Oh, yeah, was, no, I, for sure.
0: <laughs> I think, though, like, Kobe also can was probably, like, could have had that effect, but, you know. Like, it was, like, Facebook memes at the time, and, <laughs> mm. like, the only thing I really remember was, like, People that still make fun of like like I guess like his mental like uh like his mental strength, like he'll be, like they'll they'll always joke like, Oh, like uh I don't know, like I bet Kobe if he wanted to could like like I don't know, brief underwater for forty minutes. That's just, that's just like mambo mentality right there. <laughs> and stuff like that
1: oh yeah for sure like there's just there were so many great memes about it some of my favorite things were the old kobe commercials back in the day of him just like trolling or doing different things like the whole darud sandstorm joke with kobe and lebron that was just so funny to me yeah it's just and it's
0: crazy because like some some memes or like some jokes about him being like you know having like mama mentality or like even like less extreme than some stuff that he did like i don't know if you know this but he literally trained with like a marine and like <laughs> so and he was like out, out doing that marine he was like it's just crazy man because uh, i i remember there's a story that like a basketball player i don't remember who like trained with kobe He's like oh yeah so here's my marine friend that trains me and like they were just doing like a five mile run like probably even longer and then he's like oh yeah uh let's ru- let's run to the blue house like Full speed and like so they thought it was like a mile run, but it was like a twenty mile run, and they started throwing up. And like man, that just like so Kobe, you know?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Now one of my favorite <laughs> Kobe stories though, it's I forgot who which player it was, but Kobe was playing them that day, I believe, and he was already in the gym. This dude came in at like six o'clock, and he was going in just to warm up a little, get some shots up. He would go do his full like hour long workout and then be done. But then Kobe was still there working. Even before he was there, he was still there after he was done. He went, that guy finished, left. Kobe was still there a little bit more after and waited for him to finish. When yeah, I, that guy, player asked him, asked Kobe, like, oh, why are you in there for so long? It was like, because you were here. I had to make sure I showed that I worked harder than you.
0: Yeah, and I, I remember, I think there was a rookie that I was like, oh, yeah, I wanted to be there early. But then but Kobe somehow beat me there. I knew my plan or something. and he Like, he tried to get there at 5 a.m., and Kobe was already there by like, 5, 4 a.m., like, 3 a.m., just there, living in the gym, like, always.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, another great moment with Kobe. It was, like, his teammates want to go out and party, and Kobe was like, yeah, sure. You want? All right, I'll come, too. Let's go party, right? And then he said <laughs> that next morning at 5 a.m., I was knocking on the door. I hung out with you. Now you got to hang out with me.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he just... It's such a he was such a great character, man. Like some would call him crazy, some would call him devoted, but he was he was just Kobe at the end of the day, man,
1: yeah, for sure. He was just a dude who really loved the game of basketball, and he did everything he could to be the best that he could be.
0: You know, some would say that he is, you know, especially you know that that have so many fond memories of him, but you know some might see him as like, you know, uh, as a Michael Jordan minus or whatever. But to me, and many others, they'll just see him as a great basketball player. And that's that's Kobe, you know?
1: Yeah, for sure. I just see him so as one of the greats. Yeah,
0: you know, sometimes, you know, I could be, like, you know, kind of, like, judgmental. of was like, oh, you know, Kobe's not top 10, but, you know, he was still one of the greatest to ever do it. Yeah, no matter sure. where you rank him, of course.
1: Yeah, of course. Everyone has their rankings for, like, a top 10 best player for any sport, even. And it's like, Yeah, that's your opinion, right? I respect it, right? I may not agree with it, but I'll still respect it. I mean, it's good to have
0: different opinions, even though some of them are wrong, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, of course. It's like when I saw one list, it's like, oh, yeah, Larry Bird was the best player ever. I'm like, that's just wrong.
0: (laughs) That just sounds, you know, kind of racist, man.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I was like, what's going on?
0: (laughs) Yeah, man. man. If somebody's arguing for Larry Bird, in like the day of our age in 2023, I like, get that, man. Like a LeBron highlight clip, man, and a Jordan highlight clip. And... <laughs> or sure. even a Kareem one, man.
1: Kareem had good teach
0: Yeah,
1: show him the black and white Kareem film <laughs> and show him how great he was as a player.
0: <laughs> show the Russell highlights of him just, uh, stopping everybody because he was just like a foot taller than everyone else. And knew yeah, how to move. Sure. It's show just crazy. Man. Yep. It's yeah. crazy to me that he was a third overall pick, and like, and like, a, a, like a short white dude in front of him or something, man. I'm like, man, what are what were they doing, man? Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's there's a reason that dude has more rings than fingers. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey,
0: yeah, but he... legit, one of one of the greatest two, man. That uh, he he had to go away too.
1: Yeah, it's unfortunate, but it's just how it is with time and everything. He was getting old. Yeah. And...
0: Yeah, basketball has had pretty good luck with having most of its legends still be around, but no, no one can beat father time. Not even, not even the goat LeBron, as we saw.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> he had like twenty-five points in the first. and Had like five points in the second half when the, when he got swept.
1: Yeah, man, it's, it it's can't he can't do what he used to do on the Heat, where he would just play a full game and just dominate the entire time on both sides. It's eventually time or father time will follow you. Yeah, of course,
0: man. Uh, but, you know, we're talking so much about basketball and, you know, favorite players. Who, who's your favorite uh, football player that you maybe got to see or just favorite of all time?
1: Oh, for me, I think this is a very simple answer. It's Von Miller because just watching him off the ball and how smart he was to know exactly like snap counts and time them, And how fast he would get to the quarterback. It was just amazing to see that. Like, this dude is such a beast. He still plays now. Obviously, he's starting to show his age, but watching him in his prime, it was just like a cheat code. Like, he was moving off the snap faster than the tackles were. And it's like, how do you stop that?
0: (laughs) Yeah, man. And, and, you know, of course, his Super Bowl performance uh, against the Panthers just like probably like one of the best defensive master classes we'll probably ever see from a, a player in the biggest stage ever. He's oh, probably yeah. really sure. mad about that Seahawks loss, man. <laughs> he was probably eating away at him for like the whole the whole time, man. But just an awesome player. Still really great, you know. You know, he's he's only great cuz you know, he's from from Dallas, man.
1: No. <laughs> uh-huh, no. <Nah. for> sure. <laughs> hey. nah. hey. It's still hilarious to me, though, that, say the NFL didn't work for him, he actually went to college to be a chicken farmer, of all things, and he has a whole chicken coop at his home. It's so interesting.
0: Yeah, man. And he just, like, he just seems like such a great guy, man, like, I don't know, just like somebody that you could probably, like, go out with, like, I don't know, get a beer or something with. just seems like a super chill, fashionable dude.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure, like... He had some questionable fashion choices, I would say, with his hair, like when he was rocking like a patch on the back of his head. I'm like, yeah, I don't know about that one, but
0: <laughs> just <laughs> just amazing stuff, man. Because I, I, you know, I know everybody's like, oh yeah, I only care about like best players and like from how they play in the field. I don't care about like none of that off the field stuff. But I think like off the field stuff is very important too, man, especially for my personal rankings like mm-hmm. that's a big part too like you don't want to like somebody that was like i don't know mean spirited and just like kind of a hater in general man like i want somebody to root for that's like nice and get back to the community a little bit
1: oh yeah for sure like you want someone who's like an actual human being not just like <laughs> yeah they're all, this nice guy in the field and then when you see them in person it's not they're not pleasant at all they're like a completely different person that's just it's not enjoyable because you want to see, you see these people as like an idol or like someone you look up to. You don't want them to be a jerk in real life.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean like, you know, some, some uh, sports kind of have the reputation of that. Right. Like, you know, I feel like a lot of people kind of imagine like football players as, like being like quote unquote, like dumb brutes or whatever. But like, you know, I feel like all of them are like really nice. Even some people have said that some of them are way too nice. Like, uh, you know, Marshawn Lynch. Mm-hmm. one of the best runners of our generation like everybody's like man i thought he was gonna be meaner like he was super nice like what i want my money back or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah like... you just see this you see his runs you're like oh man he's just like a beast right you know that's like you know quite literally his name
2: mm-hmm.
0: like his nickname and he's like the nicest dude ever like he's just like super
1: chill like it's yeah. funny though <laughs> It's just that I, like, switch that flicks for these dudes. It's, like, on that field. They're just these monsters that go crazy screaming and yelling. But then you see these guys, like, just normal everyday life. They're just regular people, really. Yeah, like, uh,
0: and even, like, Kobe uh, kind of a little bit was like that, too. Especially after, you know, he became, like, a full-time dad. Like, I'm sure, like, you talk about basketball. he would be like, oh, yeah, I'm super serious about this. But, like, he'll come home to his girls and just be like, hey, yeah. Uh, he's just, like, a cool dad,
1: you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think it would be an awesome experience. Imagine having Kobe Bryant as your father.
0: Yeah, and, and what I always loved about Kobe and respected him about it was like the whole media, of course, when you're a big star. They want to put narratives out there that aren't true. And he always was like, you know, even though I have all girls, I'm sure they're going to keep on my legacy, even if it's not in basketball. I mean, like, his, you know, his oldest daughter is a volleyball player. Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and he was always super proud of them
1: yeah of course because you know the thing is just because he has all daughters doesn't mean they can't still represent him and what they do because having the kobe Bryant mamba mentality isn't just about basketball it's like how you are as a person and i'm hoping that they can help carry that also for him
0: yeah and especially you know the the youngins right oh man oh yeah Uh,
1: for sure dude (laughs)
0: Yeah, just like such a a sad thing to think about. But, you know, they never got to experience uh, a lot of the the best things about. You know, having probably a great dad, man.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, man. It's it's tough on them, but you know, it, it's sometimes life just happens, and you gotta try and persevere yeah. through. Yeah, but I'm sure
0: <clears throat> they have a great uncle Paul, cause all right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, because we're <coughs> Brian yeah. now just close and everything.
0: Yeah, they have a lot of great uncles out there, I'm sure, that will probably protect them and and keep them in the loop of stuff.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially Uncle Shaq, you know, he cares about everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. Especially because, you know, I'm glad that they were able to squash their beef that they had when they were younger, too. Mm,
1: yeah, of course. I know
0: that, you've probably seen it, right? But, you know, yeah. the interview where they sit down and just talk about how dumb they were when they were younger. Yeah, for how sure. like those kind of inter- interfere with the, but potentially like even a bigger dynasty than they could have been.
1: Oh yeah, they they said like they could have been like even better than what they were. It was just how they were at the time, just kind of clashing heads, and that's what happens when you're both two hot-headed young players trying to be the big, be the big man on campus.
0: <laughs> yeah, be the big fish, right?
1: Cause uh, I don't know,
0: cause, uh, I don't know if he, if Shag told the story or, like, one of the other teammates said, but like they, a lot of the Lakers say that, or like even some of the Pistons say that the reason why they, the Pistons won that series was because Kobe won the Finals MVP. So and like a lot of times he shot him, they sh- he shot them out of games.
1: Yeah, for sure. But the I, thing is, Kobe would just always take that shot. <laughs> That's just how he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There could be, like, five
0: guys on him, like, four different teammates wide open. And he would still shoot that. Like, especially like in the mid-range, like, he would just like, take that, man. Alright. Oh, yeah, many...
1: Just that mid-range, <laughs> he would always go yeah, for that it. That
0: turnaround jumper, man. just I mean, it would go in a lot of the time. But, of course, when you shoot it that many times, it's going to go out a lot of times as well.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Hey, you know, the thing is, though, they say you miss every shot your own tank. Yeah. <laughs> and Kobe took that personally. <laughs>
0: he wanted to miss all the shots I'm just joking he, he made a lot of them too he made a lot of them too
1: yeah <laughs> uh, we, we don't have to go into the statistics he made, he made the shots that counted in the big moments
0: <laughs> hey he still won two more championships without Shaq so
1: exactly I, said, I'm sure
0: he was still very happy with that
1: yeah nah, he said color. that he had to get one more than Shaq though when Shaq won in Miami he knew he had to win at least two more
0: <laughs> he was like you got your time right now I'll get mine in, like, three years. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but uh, is there any basketball or football players that you love that weren't part of your team? I feel like we all have that player, right? Like, that we just, like, absolutely love. Like, even though oh, yeah. they're, like, a rival team or, like, non- non-home non team team, if that makes sense. Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah, no, uh, of course. <laughs> now, so one player, player. Yeah, one player I actually enjoyed just watching a lot, too, was J.J. Watt. Just because watching this dude off the ball, how quick he was with that swim move and especially watching him play once against the Broncos, he got two sacks back-to-back against Ryan Clady, who was having an amazing (laughs) season. That was our left tackle at the time. Just seeing him just dominate this dude, I'm like, Jesus Christ, can anyone block this guy? What's going on?
0: Yeah, and like the funny thing with J.J. would be like, he would do things that were technically not textbook, but because he was like J.J. Watt and he was so good, he's like, yeah, that would not matter. He could be like doing like a release wrong or something, or, like a technique wrong, but he would still get to the quarterback, man, because he was just a beast.
1: Yeah, of course. Like when you're that athletic, when you're that strong, with <laughs> it, it's like sometimes your technique isn't perfect, but because of how fast you did a certain thing, it just it doesn't matter because that dude has to adjust to you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, is there any like current day end of a player that you just love seeing? You know, of course, you know, as a Cowboys fan, I'm going to say, you know, Micah probably ex- exudes that energy a little bit as a pass rusher. But, you know, anybody I, else that you like currently, cause, you know, J.J. Watt retired recently. Recently, yeah.
1: No, I know. He recently retired, which personally I think he should have after he had that whole heart problem on the field. I yeah. think that's the I, right move for him. I'm surprised that he even
0: played more after that. I was like, man, you're crazy. But
1: yeah, sometimes, dude, you know, you love the game too much that so you can't just say goodbye to it. Yeah, for sure. It's like when you have that love for the game, I get it, but it's like Is your life really worth it? <laughs> yeah.
0: It's better to to enjoy your family and, and your wife and stuff at that point.
1: Exactly. Now recently though, like currently in the NFL, I've just loved Cooper Cup just because I saw this new <laughs> play like early on. I'm like, this guy has really good potential and it's just like he kept getting better and better every season and I'm happy he finally popped off, had a wide receiver triple crown and just he went off that season when they won the Super Bowl. It was just man. the perfect <laughs> yeah. season for a receiver.
0: But you know, a lot of people don't know because probably cause they didn't, they didn't watch the Rams game much with Jared Goff, right? Mm-hmm. They just knew that they were a good offense for some years. But he had thousand yard season with Jared Goff, man. And you know, Jared Goff is okay. He's like mid tier, but that's so impressive. Yeah. You know, a lot of these quarter, uh, these running wide receivers, like they have to have a great quarterback to be good.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like, this dude with Jared Goff had a couple thousand yard seasons, or he was close to it, and it was like his second year he had 1,300 yards, and with Jared Goff throwing him the ball, who's a good quarterback, but he's nothing special, so it's like there's the potential, just he needs help getting to that next level.
0: Yeah, and then you add, like, you know, a top 10 quarterback, especially during the Super Bowl year, and Matthew Stafford, and it it was quite obvious that this, this I, I was guessing can't you know, Cooper Cup is in the older side, right? Like he's like 30, I wanna say. No, he's like I think he's like twenty eight when they won the Super Bowl. Right at his front, but like yeah, this guy's just crazy. <laughs> like his uh release and just like route running is amazing, man.
1: Yeah, for sure. Just you watch him go on his routes, it's like he's making three moves on every break and it's like it's just <laughs> crazy the separation he'll get on his routes.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's special, man. It's special. So I think Justin Jefferson is kind of like that nowadays, though. Matt's just a
1: beef, man. Yeah, I know. Justin Jefferson, like, you watch him him run routes or just on the field. It's just, he's smooth like butter on everything he does. That dude's an animal, and I think he's just going to keep doing this for years to come.
0: Yeah, I mean it's kind of like the same thing as Kirk Cousins, right? Like he's almost like basically a slightly better Jared Goff.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, recently I've been a little biased towards Jared Goff just cuz I've enjoyed the Lions recently cuz they've been this underdog team that's just been building themselves up. So, we'll see. Maybe next season the Lions make the playoffs and make some noise.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they they will, man. Cuz you know, Jared Goff has limitations, of course, but when when the team is good, He's good, and I think that's what the, the Lions have right now.
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I think the Lions can have improved a lot. Like the, They love their head coach, who has, I think, done a good job with his players, kind of building more morale with them, like getting them hyped up, <laughs> and just doing crazy things, like sending your tackle out for a pass route on a crucial third down play just to get a first and kind of ice a game. I think that's just crazy to do, but having trust in your players to do it is just amazing. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just, there's so many cool stuff It's storylines for the NFL season in particular, and even the NBA season too, man. Like, I feel like the NBA offseason right now is going crazy, man.
1: Oh my god, yeah, for real. Like, all these different trades, like, the Suns now are just, I'm confused on how these teams keep coming about. Like, the Suns trade just made no sense to me. Uh, It's
0: mostly because of the no trade clause. I mean, when you're a player going to a, a contending team, you kind of don't want them to give up much, so. And especially with the non-trade clause, you can kind of just reject any offer that's way too much.
1: So it makes oh, yeah, sense. For sure. There's just Bradley Beal now in the Suns. just <laughs> seems so crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's probably one of the worst cap situations of all time, man. You have 4 max MAG-level dudes in one spot.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. They're definitely like a win <laughs> this next season kind of thing and then after pay them somehow.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Just man, that's I do not want to be in charge of that man.
1: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Trying to I figure out watch a watch
0: way watch to watchers. to do the cap. Uh, Mainly be because um, it's kind of it's it, it gets it's gonna get tougher now. Um, uh, yeah, so there's a new sure. uh, collecting bargain bargaining agreement, and it basically kind of limits teams. Like if you're over the cap by like I think fifteen mil, uh, you basically can't do anything.
2: Mm, yeah uh, like sure. you can only
0: find uh minimums guys on minimums and you know of players want to green chase but a minimum
1: is not it man yeah man it's you're used to making all these millions that minimum is not gonna do it for you <laughs> yeah
0: man it's just and like everybody's gonna be a lot more like stingy i guess with their contracts like yeah you're a good player but i do not want to you know give you like a thousand dollars or whatever. I mean, a million, like, you know, like, five million more yeah. dollars because it's going to ruin mm-hmm. us.
1: Nah, I, I know what you mean. It's Again, the problem is these dudes are all like, yeah, I want to get paid. I had a good season. Give me, give me my money. It's like... Hey, man, I mean,
0: if I if I had the chance to get, like, five more million dollars, man, I'll do it too. Oh, 100%. That's like, <laughs> like
1: life-changing money. So
0: I, I, I'm never too mad at players that try to get more money than, than win because, you know, everybody's goals is different.
1: Mm, yeah, for sure, like... Like, for me, I'm pretty sure for you as well, like gang five million dollars right now would just be life changing,
0: <laughs> yeah, man, like I don't know, like yeah, it's just, <laughs> and like you know, so you can't really judge players like that in that position. It's like, yeah, go go get your back until they're in your team, of course, she's like, like, come on, take a pay cut or something <laughs> and stay yeah, <laughs>
1: It's like, no, please stay, we need you. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm I'm sure that's how uh, the Nuggets fans are gonna be towards uh to to everybody like Bruce Brown probably because he's a free agent like how come on stay with us we won a championship right exactly <laughs> take
1: like, a
0: take a championship discount
1: <laughs> exactly like just stay trust me we'll win another with you <laughs> you
0: get more merch you get more money like that because you, you're a champion come on <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: um is there any basketball player though right now that you you really love man
1: oh man right now i just love watching Giannis play because watching this dude just go up and down the court and just his size and strength and lengthy as even it's (laughs) it's game changing like even on both sides of the ball like offensively it's it's like impossible to guard this dude like how do you guard someone who's this long and strong and he takes two steps from the free, the three-point line, and he's already dunking. It's like, what's going on?
0: So so you wouldn't say that he's a, a running dunk man, <laughs> like a, a certain bearded individual said a while back, I mean, a few years ago at this point?
1: <laughs> uh, no chance. James Harden was completely wrong about that. I'll say his name. I, I've <laughs> never been a fan of James Harden, honestly, because his game just revolves around only free throws, it feels like.
0: Yeah, this is why you support uh, the better James Harden, in my opinion. Luca, the more ethical James Harden.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. At least Luca actually scores points outside of free throws.
0: Yeah, man. Though he gets two too step back happy sometimes. It can be annoying because he misses a lot of those, but when he makes them, he looks like the best player in the world.
1: Oh, Top yeah. at worst, sure. though. Yeah, no, I, I definitely say Luca's one of the best players right now. It's. Unfortunately, the way their season ended, it was just some struggles. But once Luka gets some help, I think that team will definitely make some noise.
0: Hey, uh, we, we made some good offseason moves, man. The oh, Lakers yeah, did too sure. on a deal. I like some of their draft picks.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. The draft, the, the Spurs are going to be interesting with the greatest prospect <laughs> ever, apparently.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm interested to see how big plays out, man. No matter how his career goes. It's gonna be amazing to watch, man. Oh, like, yeah, can you imagine? Sure. He's like the best player of all time. Like right away, man. He really was the best prospect of all time. Or like, you know, if, if he's okay,
1: then people are like,
0: "Ah, we overhyped mid." <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, no matter what, it's gonna yeah, be entertaining to sure. see. People are always gonna overreact one way or the other, depending on yeah. however it goes or however they feel. <laughs> I don't know if you watched his
0: uh, like first uh, practice as a spur. But he missed, like, eight jump shots in a row, and then people were like, oh, my God, he's going to be a (laughs) boss. I can't believe my first (laughs) took him. Hey, man, he hasn't
1: even played a game yet. (laughs) It's just funny. Yeah, for sure. It's like sometimes you're just off on your shots. It happens to all of us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's just a funny time. Yeah, for sure. NBA next season, NFL next season, I think there's going to be some fun games, some exciting storylines coming out about everything.
0: Yeah, I mean, even though like he got kind of overdrafted at at the position, like you know, because he's a running back. But I want to see Jameer Gibbs just like go to town, man. Especially with that offensive line, man. Because the, the Lions have a, one of the best offensive lines in the game, man. Oh yeah, for sure. Like I same goes with uh, Bijan, man. Yeah, like, it just the Falcons have the best running, like one of the best running offensive lines. So just imagine like him being a beast and. Just getting like two thousand yards, <laughs> running that down your throat, man. It's gonna oh, be crazy.
1: Imagine he runs for two thousand in his rookie year. Like the hype <laughs> is gonna be insane with him.
0: Yeah, he has the talent, man, and he has the coach and he has everything to, to work out there.
1: Yeah, he's in a perfect <laughs> system where they really want to run the ball. Like his head coach loves running the ball, especially because he had Derrick Henry at one point, so it's <laughs> like it's kinda natural, man. <laughs> Yeah for sure. You have this 6'3 dude who's very fast, ran like a four like four forty or something like that. It's it's you wanna give this dude the ball. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's kinda crazy to think about that. Like some people had hopes of him going to like all the way to 20, the the twenties or something, man. Just But he got drafted top eight.
1: Yeah, he does. Which good for him, dude.
0: Yeah, that money, man. I bet for running backs, man, the higher you get drafted the better because man. Those second contracts are, are quite dreadful, man. Because, yeah, you know, sure. your body's yeah. all used up at that point, sadly.
1: Yeah, that's that's the only thing with running backs, especially now in the NFL. It's like, you get your first contract, you work, you play your first six years, then it's an instant decline for that new, fresh back who's new to the league and hasn't been worn out yet. Yeah. Just,
0: it's it's sad for them, man. because you work so hard. Uh, you know, I always say if you're a talented running back, just just transform, uh, just go over to wide receiver, man. And like in your like your second year, <laughs> you make more money, you get less hit, and you have less miles on your body, man.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm just happy Christian McCaffrey had a comeback year this year. He was able to stay healthy, and I'd he's just electrifying because he's like a yeah, receiver and running back all in one.
0: Yeah, he's basically a. Because you know, I, I, you know, this might be controversial. This might be because I'm a 49ers hater, but. Debo's just a running back that can catch some ball sometimes, and that's it, man. I mean, he's still electric. Don't get me wrong, but, you know, he's more of a crybaby more than anything. But.
1: Oh, yeah, especially the whole off-season
0: thing. <laughs> I do not there. like Debo, man, as you can see. <laughs>
1: yeah, I could tell. No. You're a Cowboys fan. I mean,
0: so totally natural, right? I mean, the team that beat us twice in the playoffs, just... It's a sad time.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, it's unfortunate. It's just... Yeah, your offensive coordinator had some questionable calls though, so
0: Yeah. I'm glad that he's gone. I'm I'm interested to see what uh what is uh what uh Mike McCaffrey's gonna I'm, oh my god my man I we I keep talking about Christian McCaffrey <laughs> and Mike McCarthy, man. There we go. I I know football man. I'm just
1: <laughs> You're good, dude. Sometimes we all have those brain farts sometimes. We're like, wait, what was his name again? <laughs> Yeah, man, it's just—it's a crazy time, man. It's a crazy time,
0: but yeah, Mike McCarthy—he, I'm—I'm sure he's gonna—he's gonna use running backs properly, not use a like, washed-up, uh, running back like all this time, man. And we're gonna—we're gonna see improvement from hopefully everywhere, especially with uh, Brandon Cooks in the squad, and yeah, even the sure. defense too. A lot of people forget that Gilmore can still play, man. He's older, and not as good as the Patriots stage, right? Where he won DPOY,
1: but he's still he's still a dog, man. Yeah, for sure. You guys have a good team like a lot of young players. The biggest thing I would say for the Cowboys coming up now is just if Dak can perform at that top tier level consistently.
0: Yeah, I just
1: need a uh,
0: if that can, uh, you know. I think his turnovers were were more a fault of the wide receivers and the lack of help he had, but hopefully he can stay focused and you know be best better. In the playoffs, I mean, he was really great against the Bucks, man. Like people forget, the Bucks were a top defense,
1: but yeah, because yeah. only
0: because he scored like thirty on them. People forget that, but
1: yeah, no, the 49ers sure. was better, man. Yeah, especially the 49ers had a just had a great team and it was hard to beat them.
0: Yeah, and they had no injuries at that time too, basically.
1: So. Yeah, Eagles got lucky that their quarterback <laughs> yeah. and their backup <laughs> quarterback at the time got hurt. Yeah. I'm surprised that their
0: third their quarterback didn't get injured Kim McCaffrey, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, right?
0: <laughs> no, they have Brock Purdy out there not just being there just to hand up the ball, and That was crazy stuff.
1: Yeah, I know. It was just it was just unfortunate luck for them. Though I think the
0: Eagles probably win <laughs> still, but it would have been a lot closer. And oh yeah, for and sure. And with them exuding more energy against the 49ers, they probably lose worse to the the Chiefs. So I mean, a week's rest. I'm not sure a week's rest is always good, though. But Andy Reid over Nick Sirianni, come on now. That's just. That's like choosing a, a bear against, like, I don't know, a pig or something. Like, of yeah,
1: course. sure. Like going to choose the
0: bigger and better and best thing oh, ever. Yeah, always.
1: Andy Reid's just mind for offense is just insane. And Patrick <laughs> Mahomes lets him do these things that it's crazy what they can do. Hey, all I'm saying is that.
0: <clears throat> the only time that Jalen Hurts won something was when he got subbed out. <laughs> you do with that information with what you will, man.
1: Yep, I think we just leave it at that and let the world wonder. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: Gardner you probably would have fumbled. Huh? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nah, <man. laughs> nah you, just, you always gotta make fun of the 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 rivals, man. Even though the the Chiefs are probably the best team in football, I'm sure you put your shots in there.
1: Oh, 100%. I just, it's hard to rip the Chiefs when they're just such such nice guys. Like, Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes, they're, like, good dudes. And, like, you enjoy watching them play, but it's, like, I don't want to see this against my team.
0: Yeah, even, I mean, Travis Kelsey, uh, he's really nice. But when you you talk bad about Patrick or about the Chiefs, that's when he gets real real mean. not mean, but, like, really truthful and stuff. Like, very, like, uh, somber, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if yeah. you saw the quote that he said to uh to to Jamar Chase, where he said so. Jamar said that uh, Joey Burrow was the best quarterback in the league. It's like, and then <laughs> Travis just said, "Hey, young fella, Joey Burrow's not showing me anything that 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 tells me that he could be the best quarterback in the league. Like, where's the where's his where, where's his rings at? Then it is just so right. funny to see.
1: Mahomes already Mahomes already has two. <laughs> Burrow's got to get his own now." Hey, yeah, he had a chance, man,
0: but he just dis- he, he kept on disappearing in the last drive, man. He had seven mm-hmm. drives that, where he could have scored some points to help his team out and nothing, man. Yeah, so man. Some of it's Aaron Donald and the whole defense just being awesome, right? But it's hard. Yo, honestly, still couldn't get it done.
1: When you got that dude, Aaron Donald, in your face, and it's just scary because that dude's strength <laughs> is unbelievable.
0: Yeah, and then you also have the fact that like you won as many playoff games as your, as your team's whole history in that playoff run. It's kind of, of course, you're not going to have much experience, right? But Still, yeah. Matt, 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 Matthew Stafford basically had like the same amount of experience until that point as Joey Burrow, and he still came out kind of clutch sometimes.
1: Yeah, for sure, but that's what you need from your quarterback. You need them to bring that clutch factor, <laughs> that X factor to these games.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh Okay, I, I, this might be like the last few questions, man. Uh, is there any, what are your two teams from each uh, league that you're really excited to see? Maybe it could be like rookies, aside from the Lions, because I know you kind of talked about that earlier.
1: Mm-hmm. So I would say for football and the NFC side, obviously I know the Lions, I think they're going to do great things, but it's hard <laughs> to say, honestly, because there's a bunch of good teams. I'm going to go with the hometown team and the Giants. Just to upset you, because I'm going to say Daniel Jones next year <laughs> is going to be a top ten quarterback on his performance. He's going to show why he deserves to get paid that money. I'm saying it now.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be fun to watch, no matter what, man.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: But I mean, uh, they they got more talent, man. More talent, always good with the rookies and some signings here. Yeah, for sure. They're, they're better. They're better.
1: Yep, they They're probably not
0: better. top two better than, you know, top two in the divisional rankings. But
1: Nah, they're going to win the <laughs> division better. next year. Watch, <laughs> the Giants win that division.
0: Hey, as long as the Eagles don't make the playoffs, I'm all good, man. <laughs> and of course, the Cowboys make it too. Yep, and Giants win it.
1: and Cowboys make it. <laughs> uh,
0: how about the AFC side, man? Any young teams that you, you want to see? Hmm.
1: Honestly, AFC side, I'm going to go with the Jaguars for this one because I think Trevor Lawrence is going to step up even more than, than he did this year and just keep showing why he's going to be an elite-level quarterback for some time.
0: I thought you were going to mention uh, the best quarterback in, in that same draft, uh, Zach Wilson in the, in, the, in the Winnipeg Bombers. I'm just <laughs> – <laughs> nah, he'll be lucky if he makes it to the CFL at this point, I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah I but know. I think
1: that's a pretty interesting too.
0: Yep, right Aaron Rodgers, he's old man, but he could probably still swing the rock a little bit.
1: Yeah, for sure. The Jets are going to be an interesting team. I'm just not sold on Rodgers, honestly, at this point. I feel like his age has just shown too much.
0: Yeah, I mean, just... Just... <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's like, 40 years, like 42, 41 years old.
1: Yeah, man, he's been in the league for a minute now, and I think his time is just coming up. He oh, he's thirty nine, but
0: you know he looks older because you know he's kind of problematic sometimes,
1: yeah, man, that's like that's my like issue with him. He's been very problematic, and like the past couple years like, yeah, I'm retiring, oh, I'm staying, and that's like, dude, stop stop doing this,
0: yeah, I mean, uh, and like you know, I think he's a bad leader, mostly personally, like taking mm-hmm. no responsibility for anything.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's kind of why like, I always enjoyed paying Manning, because even in losses where he kind of played perfect, he would still say that he has to play better. And it's like being a leader hey, don't,
0: shows... Don't tell that's Jeff Saturday, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Jeff Saturdays will be upset that they're still not running the ball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, that just... But I think that just goes to show how much like respect and you know, I feel like you only scream at people that you kind of respect. If that makes sense, when you're, I think Peyton Manning, especially, man. Oh yeah, I think for that sure. he he worked like I'm screaming at you because I want you to be better. I'm sure that Jeff felt this exact same way.
1: Yeah, they they just had a relationship like they cared about the game so much. They both want to win together, and
0: <laughs> like the best thing is like the, like I think they're like a grumpy old married couple <laughs> describes them <laughs> best because they love each other, but they hate
1: each other too, man. Oh yeah, point. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that old married couple that's just yelling at each other. Don't forget <laughs> to take your medicine. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> yeah, like oh, I want you to be better. Like I don't want to be better. Like I'm okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like oh, yeah, we want to win. It's like ah, oh, do we? <laughs> it was just crazy. The to think that Jeff Saturday played like two seasons with the with the Packers at the end. You know?
1: Oh yeah, for yeah. sure.
0: I feel like that's most NFL players, man, like. Like, people probably won't remember J.J. was a Cardinal, for 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 instance. But he had some moments, but he's always going to be a Texan legend, man.
1: Yeah, for sure. He'll always be known with the Texans, mostly.
0: <laughs> man, imagine if, like, 10 years from now, it's like, oh, yeah, J.J. Watt was my favorite Cardinal player. Like, man, that was a fever dream.
1: <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, was not real. real. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the real J.J. Watt. You should see him on the Texans. <laughs>
0: yeah man. uh and uh any nba team uh you're interested in seeing specifically maybe rookies or potential free agent signings they can do
1: honestly not you... not yet honestly because i haven't been keeping track too much i would say so i would put a <laughs> pin in that for now and i think it's just gonna be an interesting season coming up though because so many teams are gonna bring their all and I think it's gonna be a very tough like season coming up with NBA. Like a lot of crazy games, I feel are gonna happen.
0: Uh, okay, because uh, you probably haven't been keeping up much, just you know, busy guy, and so I'll, I'll give you two teams to look out for that got especially better in the draft. I think, mm-hmm. or I'll give you a few actually. So uh, the two teams I would say to look out for are the Pacers
2: mm-hmm.
0: in the in the East mostly. Uh, just because Tyrese Halliburton, amazing player. Um, they got uh, somebody named Jarris Walker. He's just an amazing defender, man. <laughs> like he he has like generational def- defensive prowess, basically, man. Yeah, and that's... him, him and Miles Turner can probably be a force if they if if they decide to keep him around. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and then another East team that's very interesting, mostly because they might be imploding or or selling or they might just be the worst team in the league, It's the Wizards.
1: Oh, uh, man. <laughs> they're
0: just trading away everybody that has any ounce of value for, like, anything. Like There's, like, a fire cell going on.
1: Oh, and yeah, for sure. you
0: probably get anything from them. But they, they're interesting because they're finally rebuilding after, like, 40 years of mediocrity. So it's just good to see, I think.
1: Yeah, at least they're finally rebuilding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like, what's a team like that in the NFL? Um Maybe the Steelers a little bit, because
1: I mean, Kenny Pickett. I mean, he's okay,
0: but but mostly that's because of Mike Tomlin just being an amazing coach, more than anything.
1: Yeah, man, it's insane. He's never had a losing season. Like that's that's just insane. To yeah, I mean, he was like
0: he was like two and five this season, and he still somehow made it out with the positive record. Man, like who does that, man?
1: Yeah, man, it's hey, Mike Tomlin found a way. He has some kind of formula. He has some like cheat code or something.
0: Okay. And then, uh, for the West teams, you know, uh, this might be biased. Of course you, you might, if you know what team I like for the NBA, you are gonna be like, Oh, that's so obvious. But, uh, I'm going to say the Mavericks, my Mavericks, my hometown Mavericks. Uh, they added some young talent. They got two young guys that are really like, they, they inspire or, in, I don't know. What's the term? They, 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 uh, they're thought to be like really good risers, mm-hmm. like have yeah. a lot of potential, specifically in defense. I don't know if you saw some Mavericks game, but that's that's lacking, right? When your two best players are Luka and
1: Kyrie, yeah, man, you got almost two, no defense played. Yeah, you got two guys who <laughs> are amazing on offense, but just don't ask them to guard anyone. Yeah, and it's
0: kind of crazy because Kyrie's the better defender of the two, man. Like the guy that's like six foot seven and. And two fifty can can guard like a stick sometimes, but us uh, like a six foot two three guy can can like defend a power forward sometimes. It's just nuts, but we don't talk about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, we, don't, we don't talk about it. it's all right. The maps are gonna be good.
0: And then like uh, they have another few guys like uh, I don't know if you you probably don't know them, but uh, Jaden Hardy like he's gonna be a stud man. Yeah, and he's just a walking bucket. And Josh Green, he's younger too. He's one year younger than Luca, but. He has a really good defense. He's, he has, he's a good hustle player, but to watch on defense.
1: Yeah, man, that's he's actually you one of the
0: players that runs the most. I think he runs like five miles per game when he has like over like 25 minutes.
1: Really? Damn, that's, that's a crazy stat to have right there.
0: Just a big hustle guy, and he's fun.
1: Yeah, that's, you need those hustle guys, though. They bring the energy and excitement for your team.
0: And then, uh, you've got to mention it, but of course, Spurs are going to be fun. Just to see Vic right? like the best prospect of all time. Yeah. <laughs> see, but, this... you know, aside from them, another two young teams, I would keep an eye out, are the Thunder. They got mm-hmm. one of the better rookie guards, I think. Like one of the most NBA-ready rookie guards, just to pair along with two other great guards in there. Uh, yeah. Now-rookie Chet Holmgram is going to be amazing, too. I'm sure he's going to bounce back from injury and just be awesome how we all thought he will. And then you just add the progression of guys like Shea, Josh Giddey, Lou Dort, uh, and, like, everybody in that team is just going to be probably step up to the next level that are, like... Shea was arguably a top-five player. He's definitely going to be a top-five player next season, you know? Like, that type of, like, shyness in that team.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure.
0: Another team that could be kind of that might make the playoffs to be with would you uh honest with you and might make the play in is the Rockets. Really? They got they got two of the better prospects. Uh one of them fell down because of like character issues and health issues and just like bad combine stats. <laughs> so it was a <laughs> perfect storm from the fall. So he was projected like top 4 top 5 pick. He fell all the way down to 20 to the Rockets and they, and then the Rockets got the fourth or third best player to some. And so you add two young guys that have like unlimited potential, uh, a really good coach that they, they hired this off season murmurings about James Harden or other big time free agent potentially coming. And then you add to that, their young core specifically their center, their center is awesome. But, like, you know, even then, like, you have third overall pick, uh, Chabari Parker Jr. and uh, Jalen Green that also have like sky high potential. And it's interesting, it's going to be interesting to watch who who becomes like the main guy in that squad.
1: Yeah, for sure. Now, there's definitely some interesting <laughs> teams out there, though. It's that's how I'm excited for these seasons coming up. I feel like there's going to be some really fun stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be peak basketball, peak uh, football. And I just can't wait for it, man.
1: Yeah, man, I'm excited for these seasons, though. I think there's going to be a lot of fun games, a lot of exciting teams to look out for.
0: <laughs> for sure, man, for sure. Okay, uh, I think this might be close to the end of it. Uh, is there any closing remarks or anything you want to plug personally, man?
1: Uh, not yet. Maybe in the future there might be something I may, maybe a YouTube channel I may plug, but oh? we'll see, honestly. Hey, hey just some...
0: Just tell me when the YouTube channel is done and so we could get to recording another one and we said that you can plug it in, man.
1: Yeah, for sure, dude. I mean, i it's no promises yet about that, though. There's just some ideas I have, but we'll see. Hey, if I'm you ever need this. help,
0: man, with anything, hit me up. I'm, I'm sure I could
1: maybe help you with something
0: mm-hmm. here and there. Yeah, of
1: course. No, I know, of course, dude. You're the homie, dude. And I appreciate everything you've done. Yeah.
0: Hey, I appreciate you and your brother, man. They're
1: two yeah. awesome brothers, man. Thank you, dude. Thank you. Yeah, no. know.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, any closing remarks, man? Uh, the Broncos going to win the Super Bowl. Russ, Russ is going to win MVP. That's what Byron said <laughs> before he left the episode.
1: He said Russell won MVP. My prediction? Yeah, Russell Wilson.
0: That was no, his, his bold prediction. prediction. That's your this prediction, is...
1: too? <laughs> no, I have a different prediction. Yeah. Patrick hand is going to be defensive MVP this year. Yeah, I can see that
0: happening, man. He's already a top-two corner, probably. You know, of course, behind uh, Trevor Diggs, of course.
1: <laughs> okay, good. Uh, we'll see about that. I think uh, he was the better one on that team in college, but you know what? I'll, I'll let you have that. Nah,
0: nah, I'm just joking. Patrick is obviously better than, than my boy Trayvon. At least for now. At least for now. But remember, yeah. though... Uh, uh, PS two was basically built in a lab to play wide receiver. I mean, wide receiver, cornerback. Trayvon Burley is like in his fifth year of playing cornerback, man. So, that's all I'm gonna say,
1: man. <laughs> hey, that's fair, honestly. Uh,
0: so, is that your your closer remark, man? That, uh, PS two best cornerback, best defensive player next year. He,
1: it's not, and I'm saying this, it's not even gonna be close. He's oof, gonna be oof. defensive player of the year and it's going to be either unanimous or nearly <laughs> or almost unanimous because there's always going to be that one guy.
0: All right man, with that with that very confident remark, we're going to end this episode and I hope everybody uh, has a has a good time and you know, check out the SGPL. We, we we kind of talked about it a little bit, but go check them out and hopefully you guys stay around for more episodes, man. <laughs>